episode 236 of the Radio Impound Podcast. With me is Jason Rona. He's watching the uh, A-Main. Up watching the CRCRC A-Mains. CRCRCRC. Yeah, it's technically the name of the race is the Winter Midwest Shootout. <laughs> yeah, that's been going on forever. I'm sorry, Winter, Winter Midwest Championships. And then also join us is Jackson Brunson. There he is. Look at can that. Can you guys hear me? We can hear you loud and clear. He's using his, uh, Jackson's using his uh, PS4 headset. Or what do you oh, have? Yeah. Where do you have the PS5 yeah, now? We're, we're, uh, no, I got a PC now. Oh, you, oh you're, oh, okay. Ooh. Dude, yeah, we're, well, I had, to keep, I had to catch up with Ripkin. You know how he is. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, so I, you guys went PC now. Uh, I got you. So. Yeah. Well, I actually got a PC first, and then he played on Tanner Denny's PC, and then it's just so much better. So he went out and got it the next day. Oh, nice. He's like done. I'm getting this. He's like, all right, sold. <laughs> In the cart. So you plan on streaming then? Like, no, heck okay. no. All right, I no. Just thought maybe you were going the Twitch I'll route. I'll have my. I'll probably have it on when like we play COD. But no, nah, I don't want to stream it. I'm too ugly. <laughs> That's what I say about myself. But I still, Jason still makes me get on camera. <laughs> Got a voice for radio. It's like uh, it's like if I got just a face, do it, face for radio. You got a face for radio and a voice for silent movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All right, so Jackson Brunson, we got you on the show. I don't think you've been on the show before, right? No, I've watched a bunch. Hey, you're a longtime watcher, mm-hmm. first time participator, long time, long time caller, first time. Listener. Yes, I have called. <laughs> I think I have. You guys at one point did do Collins, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm 100% I called in. <laughs> All right. I, I'll, I'll get rid of this here. Otherwise, we'll be laughing the whole show. <clears throat> so, talk to us about the. You kind of made some headlines here recently, uh, making some making some changes in the uh, driver sponsorship world but uh going to hb since since you haven't been on the show before we kind of need to start from the beginning a little bit get your kind of rundown everybody's likes to know how you got started and how you got into rc there was more there was wait wait, wait there was a bigger switch he went from playstation to pc Oh, yeah. that one! That one definitely that, went under the news. That, that, that yeah, it got swept under the rug. Yeah, right. I think but wow, no. Um, so I started um, RCing twenty fourteen. Uh, I got a slash. Pretty sure it's pretty much everyone's first car this generation. You're probably right. And then um, <clears throat> I figured out you could race them. And then I got an SC10.2. I think that was like a, it was a factory team kit, so you had to put it together. <laughs> and then that thing probably had so many buggers, but at the time I had no idea. But uh, <laughs> then you re- I realized you could race them, and yeah, kind of went from there. You know, I had a local track called Hot Shots. Uh, Paul and, I don't know, Jason, did you ever go there? Or was it only Paul and JR? I think only Paul and JR went. Yeah, so Paul and JR and Damon 
I remember I met them at a race in 2015. So I've been kind of squidding out and kind of having fun for a year or whatever. And then I went to the race and or this bigger race, and that's when I met them. And then, uh, let's see, so that's the end of 2015. And then 2016 was a Super Cup, so I went down the beach line. And then, dude, it just snowballed from there. So just... <clears throat> um, go, go back to this track you started at, uh, Hot Shots, right? Yeah. Yeah. And um, I, I remember you're, the race you're talking about where the guys went up um, from here and uh, you got a little bit of an experience there that weekend. Were mm-hmm. you just racing short course or did you have a two-wheel then? No, so, okay, yeah, so I did kind of skip a little bit. So I had, <laughs> at this race, I raced a B44.2. So I... Those are your I, two classes, short course and four-wheel? Yeah, short course and four-wheel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and... Um, yeah it was fun and then i yeah so might do the whole i mean it uh the whole huge issue with my 44 2 the whole weekend just kind of the whole time i had it because i was such a booger eater i couldn't set the slipper right so i'd be stripping like the ring and pinion mm-hmm. and the gearboxes were plastic so i kept mm-hmm. stripping pinions or idler gear or uh, not idler gears uh pinion and ring gears and I remember I bumped from like the C to the B on like half a rear end, half like a rear <laughs> ring. And okay. then Damon like grabbed my car right off the track and like fixed it. <clears throat> like it was like it was like Marshall race, Marshall race for the from the C to the B. It was pretty it was pretty cool. Like that was definitely a memory that stuck with my he goes I was like looking for my car after the race and uh I see it in Damon's pits, all torn down. Like, didn't even say anything, and he's all fixing it. You're just like, I'm factory. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty cool. That was definitely one of the, I would say, one of my top five moments that kind of sticks with me. So was, you got it fixed. You got back out there in the B main, a four wheel. Yeah. Um, did you break again, or did you? Did no. I ironically, I think I was racing against. Uh, Tyler, no, that was in the C main. It was, uh, I want to say Brian Lewis. Okay. Me and him were racing in the B main, and I got like seventh or sixth. I didn't do well, but it was it was pretty cool at the time for me, like bumping out of the C and having fun, meeting those guys. And so I finished sixth or whatever in the B main, and then I watched the A groups so of the pros, and um. Yeah, that was kind of when I started meeting. That's when I kind of met this group of guys, and I hung out with Jr. a bunch. And um, yeah, it just like they were like, "Oh yeah, you got to come down to Beachline in January for the Super Cup." And that was when it was still dirt, so that was pretty cool. I got to go to Beachline a bunch before it went to uh, turf, and you know now it's carpet. So, so that was kind of like just having that event kind of in your local area and kind of meeting everybody and having that good experience kind of almost kind of locked you in kind of really got you hooked on everything yeah i would say yeah i'd say so it was pretty cool to like see oh at the time you're like oh these guys are like you know james stewart villapoto to you in the rc kind of community so it was pretty cool so uh then 
getting into when you went down the beach line and all that, did you, were you still running the short course or did you run a two wheel or what, what, when did you get a two wheel? So I, I got a two wheel after that race. Okay. It was a B five M it was the champions edition. Okay. So it was the one with little buddy and pudge on it. Okay. And then, um, I, so I had that and then I had it, I got a B 44 three. So I got those two kits for Christmas. So I did the whole metric conversion. That was a disaster on the 44.3. (laughs) Okay. Like just being kind of so new to the industry and whatnot. It was like, my dad's like, oh yeah, you got to use a tap, three mil tap and tap these screws like in the aluminum and stuff. So it was, it was cool. But yeah, so I ran two wheel mod and four wheel mod. And, um, I want to say I was in the B's. I might've been in the four, I might've been in the four wheel main. (laughs) <laughs> I don't exactly remember. I think I was in the B's. But there was also, and there was a period of time where you were probably running 17.5 buggy, right? No, so I ran 17.5 when I signed with Trinity. So, okay. like, it was, I did that whole year of um, just hitting, like, you know, Wicked Weekend. Uh, I brought an eight scale from James Calhoun at mm-hmm. the time. And I ran Wicked Weekend in the Sportsman class. I think I, 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 I was in the main. I don't know. I think I TQ'd, but I think I got second. I think Julian actually beat me. Okay. Um, but so, you know, I ran a bunch of races in Georgia and Florida, kind of followed the Super Cup a bunch. And then um, 2017 was uh, when I signed with you, with J Concepts and Trinity. And then that's okay. when I ran 17.5 because we went to the Maryland Nationals with Paul and uh, JR and the band. Or in the F350 or 250 or whatever it was. Okay. So you went up there and that was at Mimi's, right? Yeah. So what was that experience like, you know, kind of traveling with those guys? Uh, now you've been racing about, what, a little over a year or two when yes. you travel with them? Yeah, that was like, that was awesome. Like, I remember we drove to Savannah to meet Paul and JR and Damon at the, you know, at an exit because it was kind of, I was out of the way. So I rode up with them. Um, yeah, it was, dude, it was so awesome. I have so many like pictures on my phone from that weekend. <laughs> and it, I have all those memories on my phone. So, yeah, it was. I, I think I did. I think I made the mains that year. So I think that was, it was all just kind of a awesome weekend. Like I know I podium four wheel and I think I was mid pack and two wheel, but it was a pretty awesome weekend. So you're talking about, you went to the roar nationals, you raced 17, five and 13, five four wheel and yeah. you, po- you podiumed in four wheel. Yeah. I think I, I think it was a three way tie. Like we all want to main me, Drayton Staub and uh, Will Brent, or not Will Brenton. Um, oh, what's his name? Um, I know who you're talking about. It's a Will, right? Will Cushing. Will, Will Cushing. Yeah. 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 I think I said Brenton because I saw him pop up on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. But, uh, and, yeah. And so, yeah, Will Will Brenton's checking in here, and he's saying that he was there that year. I thought I, I think he was in tech. I don't remember. I don't remember if he raced or not, but I know he was definitely in tech. I remember that keeping everyone in line yeah i remember that was such an awesome track so 
Um, he kind of moved on from there. He got a little, um, you ran for Trinity J concepts. Mm-hmm. You did some, some more uh, <clears throat> stock racing. When did you start getting into mod more seriously and then, uh, kind of getting on the associated team? I would say the, so after the nationals that I probably started, I mean, I think I was running modified, like just locally. Because uh, okay. at the time we still had that Hot Shots track, uh, mm-hmm. it was still open. So I was running mod, and then that was when the B. I don't know. Anyways, I was running modified, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I think I started running all the modified races the next year. Which I don't know. I kind of think I probably should have ran stock a little longer, but I was just too. I think I was just so into it that I was like, oh, I just want to run modified and run with the fast guys. Yeah, you wanted to run with the big boys. Yeah, so yeah, so I ran eight, uh, ran modified, and then twenty at the end of seventeen, um, I signed. That was when I signed with Team Associated because I remember talking to Brent, and Brent gave me his card and his phone number and all that stuff. And I got in, that's when I got in touch with Brandon Melton, who is the regional manager okay. for here. And then that was when I started. That's kind of when I started running eight scale a lot. And then, um, yeah, that was so twenty. So we're in twenty eighteen, mm-hmm. uh, still doing super cups. And then now, I would say twenty eighteen is the year I started traveling, like not everywhere, but I would say it started picking up more. Like I was going to, I think I hit some INS races and um, you know all the nationals. I didn't. I don't think I did the ENATS, but I did you know the field nationals and the. Um, 10 scale nats and just kind of a lot of the east coast bigger races so explain to me you know you you mentioned kind of borrowing an eight scale and kind of getting out for one of the uh, race time entertainment events but when did you get your own eight scale and when did you kind of get that thing built up and kind of running for the first time with all your own equipment so um after that weekend, so kind of backtrack a little bit, that was 2016 when I did that. Okay. Um, James, I borrowed my buddy James Calhoun's MBX7 Eco, I think is what it's called. And uh, that was awesome. Like, I had such a blast, and I remember just – it was awesome. I had, like, the perfect eight-scale weekend, like, no issues or, you know, my like, I think I had – like I used two sets of J concepts, like reflexes and green the whole weekend. Like that was just it, which is you know nuts to think about now with how many tires we use, just trying stuff and whatnot. But two sets got it done that weekend, and then I got a MBX seven R Eco. Then you know following that, so the my first two my first eight scale was a Mugen. Like I bought my dad got me a uh, an MBX seven R Eco, and then we got a nitro car. So that was pretty fun. I would say, honestly, like my whole Nitro, when I started Nitro, it was, honestly, I didn't have any issues. Like I was kind of like, to me, I thought it was pretty easy, like the maintenance part. I mean, there was some boogers I had for sure, but like I'd never, I I don't think I ever like failed a main. Like I don't, like other than maybe breaking an arm or something. Like, yeah. I never had any mecha- mechanical issues, like, with the Stuff clock. that you really thought could have been your fault. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure me breaking my arm was my fault, but... Yeah, but that's a little different, I guess. Yeah, like, I didn't have any engine issues, like, nitro, per se, issues with the clutch, linkage, stuff falling apart. But, um, yeah, it was all pretty much a blast. Like, I had fun the whole time, you know, wrenching on everything. And, yeah, it was fun. The only thing I hated about the Mugen was, God, this those clutch uh, shoes. You had to use the, it was the old school, so you had to use a tool. Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of a pain. So um, you got through the, na- you know, you, you mentioned you did a Nationals. Was that the one up there at um, um, State Line? Yeah, so I took those that Nitro Buggy to State Line. And... Um, I think I was in the eights, so I know I did the I I qualified into the sixteenths, mm-hmm. and then um, that was kind of still when Jr. was kind of still traveling a bunch. Okay, so he was kind of my pit guy, and along with my dad, and um, so we did the. I finished up in the eights. I think I was racing. I can't remember. I think I was racing against Landon Lewis. Okay. So yeah, I I thought that was I had pretty fun. I remember I was in a heat with uh Bornhorse. Like I think he squitted out and just was in a lower heat and I remember seeing his name in my heat and I was just like, Oh my gosh. Kinda like, you know, I, I'm going I must be going pretty decent. So little you know, little do I know now it's like like when you kinda squid out in seating, it's like, Oh my gosh, I'm with these, you know, blue flaggers. <laughs> Or as Gotti would say, clowns. Yeah. Clowns. <laughs> These hazards. But But yeah, no, I mean a- that's that's obviously a part of racing and <clears throat> Yeah. Um And for the most part, I mean I mean going to the Roar Nationals, I remember that race too. I mean, there is a ton of good drivers out there. Um, you know, and it's not like and it's hard to analyze it all because in, in every sport, in everything, you look at whoever is the best, you know, like you're always watching the top three or you're watching. But there's a lot of other good drivers out there besides the people at the very top that are the best. I mean, it's just because they're not winning doesn't mean they're they're not good at it. I mean, you go to some of these nationals. I know the 10 scale buggy nationals. There's 30 or 40 guys that are really, really good drivers yeah. and that stack the, the C to D main uh, traditionally. So, um, you know, when you do these events, there's not really any slouches out there. Um, but like you said, sometimes you can see a little ahead of maybe where you belong. And then sometimes you can see a little lower than you belong. Maybe that's where you and Joe kind of hooked up yeah. there that weekend. Yeah, I think he definitely seated a little lower. I was probably more on the higher end. <laughs> so, um, how did the overall, you know, you got in that seating run, but how did you think that the, you did in the event overall? And I mean, you mentioned you had kind of like a really good weekend, but, uh, um, I think I, so I finished up in the eights and okay, I think that was, Definitely a pretty hard track. I would say that was a really hard track. Like at the, especially like for the, my first nationals. But then, I, but it was it was pretty hard. And then I remember the one qualifier we had at night. 
I think it was round two. Where you on it, you couldn't see anything, dude. <laughs> it was literally like it was nighttime. The lights were on. The smoke was not going above the lights, so it was all mm-hmm. stuck down in the lights. And dude, I remember everyone's pace. Like I Spencer TQ that round. I do remember that. Okay. And his pace was like a lap less than round one pace. Just I, solely, it had to have been solely based on the fact you couldn't see. Yeah. So. I, I thought I did pretty good. It was definitely like a good first kind of roar race to get your feet wet. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I went back the next year, so I obviously had fun, and it's definitely something I wanted to do. And, I mean, that was the track layout with the wicked step-downs, right? The yeah. staircase yeah, where you yeah. had to jump the jump, and then you landed basically on those on the staircase. Yeah. I really wish I could go back to that track because I know now I I do. I feel like I would be like, pretty fast on that track just i remember how terrible i was going getting around there and like i i've watched like just re- go back and watch the videos and i'm just like god to jumping under that step jumping into that dragon's back looks so cool but yeah i sucked i couldn't barely do it i know that when i year. watched i watched that track i'm like man that would have been my downfall man that those kind of things that are like kind of risk reward yeah like I tend to go way more conservative and especially if I was trying to be competitive and that doesn't really work in a scale. You just gotta, you gotta, you gotta just go for it, man. Yeah. I remember Cole was, I'm sure Mayfield and all those guys were too, but I remember watching Cole and dude, he was jumping so far down the stairs. Mm -hmm. It was insane. Yeah. I mean, it's just uh, that, the great confidence that you know the guys would have doing that was was definitely impressive yeah so um kind of move it on past that nats you're now you're um still running 10 scale you're doing eight scale but uh you're kind of getting into maybe getting on the associated program and getting a little more tight with those guys mm-hmm. yeah so um 2018 was like my first full associated year. Um, I went to pretty much all the races, SIC and all those with the AE eight scale cars. And it was pretty awesome. Like I wouldn't, I, I kind of kept my trend of not really having any canical issues. I had some, I think I had a clutch issue in Pan B. It's crazy. I remember all this now that you kind of think about it, but yeah, um, I, I did have a clutch issue in nitro buggy and, um, I know I made, I didn't make the P and B main, so I was in the B main, but I made the SIC and Wicked Weekend mains, and then I don't think I went to, or I went to AMS, but I think I was in the B for Nitro Buggy, and then I made the main and truck and E-Buggy. Or no, I didn't run E-Buggy, I didn't run E-Buggy, I ran the two Nitro classes, made the main and truck, and was B main in the buggy. And, you know, doing this, you, at this point, had you bumped up to the pro class? This was in the pro class now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- my first pro class race was 2017 at Wicked. Okay. So so, so let's, talk, let's kind of rewind for a second. Uh, you started at this Hot Shots track. You had a slash. You had a B44. You got into two-wheel. You did some stock driving mm-hmm. um and by 
did you say was it 2017 you were running in the pro class yeah at the end of it yeah so the end of 2017 you bumped up into the pro class and you really wanted to run mod right yeah so you're you're running some mod and running some pro class in the eight skill class so that's i mean that's a pretty big um advancement from just kind of starting like you're saying and running the slash but you know there you are like what three and a half years later yeah something Um, like that and you know i i know that from my experience and watching a lot of other people that um and as paul likes to say it's if you have some early success it really helps in kind of attracting you to do this or anybody long term Mm -hmm. and obviously you were having a little bit of success yeah, I um, I kind of look back on the photos now and I'm like, man, that kid was pretty fast. Like, I just kind of know, like, you're watching, like, now, like, you know, you have the uh, Feelong kid and, you know, Burnett kid's getting pretty fast. And you're just kind of like, when they kind of run the pro class, it's, you know, they're fast, but, like, you know, there's definitely, like, some maturity stuff that um, comes with it, which I'm sure I was just as bad and when I first started, so I could, like, I kind of sometimes get frustrated. Like, when you're either, you know, passing them or battling with them, I, I, um, it's, you kind of, I kind of sometimes would get frustrated, like, you know, if they're not being super, you know, like, racing smart. But yeah. then I kind of look back to when I was in their shoes, and I'm sure I was the same way or even worse. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely some maturity that um, came pretty brutally fast when I started running pro class. And and then along the line here is kind of being on the uh, on the associated team, and you kind of got to hook up uh, with some pretty good friends in in the business. Not only you know the guys that you kind of started racing with, obviously the the Pauls, the Damons, JRs, your buddies with all these guys. But then you kind of um, you know you're able to get kind of uh, Spencer on your side and uh, spending a little time with him, and then. Um, you know, you spent a lot of time working with him mm-hmm. in the hobby room, as he calls it, and uh, helping getting up, you know, a little bit further up to speed. Obviously, Spencer went through a learning process with with everybody and having a lot of mentors in the business. And then uh, you kind of, not going to say latching on, but you kind of were able to um, become buddies with Spencer and hang out with him a little bit. So talk to us about that. <laughs> process a little of of hooking up with somebody and just kind of trying to drag some knowledge out of them so actually i paid ronnie you know a cup i you know it was about 50 bucks a month no no so i we went to the it was before the field nationals in 18 so there was a warm-up yeah and that was when ryan and uh mayfield and um spencer came down and uh yeah i just kind of like it was like oh you know just hey how you doing introduce myself and ryan was kind of like you know who's this kid you know get him out of here kind and um but spencer was like you know super helpful and uh obviously it helped add an associate car so I'm, i think at that time mayfield had the mugen car and so he was just like yeah this kid's squid like my <laughs> brakes were all like jack so that was like I built the brakes by the kit and 
you know, when being a, you know, just kind of more in tune with the vehicle, uh, you find little <clears throat> like better kind of setups or whatnot to run for the car. And so that was kind of where Spencer kind of helped me a bunch. And I remember we walked the track a bunch together. Um, and then May, the like I kind of hung out with Mayfield a little bit more throughout the weekend because I ran for Reds. So yeah, okay. Um, I had an issue with an engine, and he gave me a uh, WRX engine. So at the time, that was like the newest engine they had. And um, I remember he's my dad was like, you know, I I was like on the verge of tearing up because I was like, oh, that's so cool. Like gave me a complete engine, like pipe and everything. And uh, my dad's like, oh, you know, we'll give you some money. And he was like, man, just buy me a pack of a twelve pack of cores and call it a day. <laughs> That'll do it. So, but no, that was that's kind of how me and them kind of got <clears throat> introduced. And um, yeah, it's I remember for the, I think the ten scale Nats, I stayed with Tommy Hines. So I somehow I, I don't even remember how I think through Spencer. And it, it, dude, it's just nuts. Like it's just, I met those guys and you know got in contact, and it was just like the whole. That was when I met Alex K. It was just, it's not. It's just crazy how all that happens so fast. I think one of the things that Paul said back then was he was amazed because he was like, he's just like Jackson has no shame. He'll just go up to any of these guys and say, <laughs> hey. I need some information. Hey, I need some help. Um, can I stay with you? Like, I mean, it was like, you know, whatever it would, that's what you gotta do. Whatever needed to happen. He said that, you know, essentially you would ask. And he's like, and if somebody told you, no, you'd be like, okay, they told me no, you know, but if they said yes, it's like, yes, (laughs) you know, like I I got it, you know, but there's a lot to be said for that because a lot of people, including when I would have, probably been your age i would have never asked you know i was like so really yeah i was like so intimidated to talk to different people but i thought it was it was pretty awesome that you were able to do that you're able to get in there and talk to these guys and and um and get what you're looking for you know you're like i need some info i need to get better i need to you know like you're 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 being aggressive with trying to become uh, better at this and um that's what it takes I, what's crazy is I didn't even feel like I was bugging the guys. I was just like, you know, I, I don't know if I maybe thought about it at the time, but now I'm kind of like, well, you know, it's kind of their job. It's kind of yeah, part of part of it. So I was just like, oh, these guys are here to help, you know, me and be here for themselves. And mm-hmm. so I was just, to me, it was like, they didn't like, they didn't like show me a cold shoulder. So I was like, all right, cool. So I'm sure everyone's like that. And that's kind of how I'm sure that went. Mm-hmm. Like I remember, at the 2018 Nats, I was going over to Ty uh, Testman. I was like, hey, man, I need, you know, an O-ring or something. <laughs> like, I had no idea who the guy was. I was just like, hey, you know, Ryan told me to come ask for you for parts. And I Meanwhile, just, Ryan's probably saying, watch this. I'm going to go tell him to get it from Ty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> there he yeah, goes. Sure. Oh, he's going over there. He's going over there. <laughs> yeah, watch yeah. it. Watch this. Watch it. Yeah, all but like you said, the guys – you know, we all there all are there to, to help. And, uh, some people don't, they don't say anything. And, and it is interesting because, you know, I I've met and talked to pretty much everybody out there and 
you know, there's, you know, 99% of everybody in RC is really a, a good guy. You mm-hmm. know, um, there's that 1% you wish you would have never met, but in general, 99% of everybody is really good and they'll, they'll help you out, especially if you're approaching them at the right time or not in the heat of a moment for them or they're racing, you usually get a good experience. And I think you're definitely an example of somebody that's gotten a good experience asking people what to do and uh it's kind of paid off yeah i think uh definitely pretty blessed and pretty lucky to kind of have the experience i had so um kind of moving along a little bit we're getting through some more races and you're still you know obviously doing 10 scale you're doing eight scale um walk us through what kind of what the next couple years was kind of like so 2019 was like my first full-blown travel year i went to like dude i went to so many i went to so many races i gained immunity from like diseases like (laughs) i i got i got sick a bunch um i think that was just because i've never traveled a whole lot so i'm just getting exposed to you know little you know bits of the flu and COVID wasn't a thing, but I'm sure it was or whatever. But as you know, it, I was getting sick so many times, and it was nuts. I know, like we started out the year, I went to CRC, and that's the sick capital of the yeah. racing yeah. community, dude. I got, I didn't get sick there, but dude, I came up like that Monday, flying home, your throat's just on fire. Mm-hmm. That and, and Motorama, um, man, it's another one. Yeah, Motorama. You get sick right um, after Motorama. Dude, it's almost like all the, I mean, the H go races is I don't really get knock on wood, but I don't really get that sick that often from the H go races. But dude, they seem like the ten scale races are the ones you get sick from, because I mean you got all well, the tire yeah. sauce and it's I think it's indoors and the track's always you know somewhat damp, mm-hmm. so you're breathing in kind of wet dirt and yeah. uh, which you know it's you know we're, we're men dude it's whatever, but you know it's just I think part That's of it. That's a good it. point. But um. Yeah, dude, 2019 was like, I think I went to Nitro Challenge that year, Silver State. Like, dude, I hit everything. That was that was an expensive year. Like, I remember <laughs> that just being a super expensive year that I was fortunate enough to have. And that kind of was oh, – go ahead. I remember, too, in that particular year was you were contemplating going to the Worlds in Slovakia. That yeah. was kind of up for discussion. You were considering going, and I think – you had qualified, right? No, so I didn't qualify. Okay. I um so that would have been the twenty eighteen that qualified. Yeah, I stuck there. That was hobby action. That was when the aquas were like the tire and that was that whole ordeal and um but no, so I didn't qualify and I resumed in with my, you know, dog water resume. He still let me in. They're like, all right, this guy's credit card clear, so what? <laughs> but so basically, I was gonna go, and then, um, I don't know what happened, but dude, I'm so mad I didn't go because that was like, I mean, you know, we are still waiting for Alex K's race report from that year, so it would have been nice to know how he did. Yeah, um, we're still following along. <laughs> uh, but you know, I'm I'm still holding my breath on that one. There has been no closure. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as I know, it, he was ready for main day, and it was, that was the last we saw of him. There's been no closure on that one. <laughs> but no, um, I would have. That would have been an awesome, I think, event to go to, especially with 
if you could kind of go from that year and look forward and see how bad everything's gotten with traveling, I think that would have been like the best experience to have. But I didn't go. I think I know um, it was I was at Hobby Action, ironically, running with Spencer. And I was like, he was like, oh, dude, you got to go. And so I resumed and I got an email back and I was going to do it. And then I think it just ended up being a lot of money. And at the time, it just wasn't like, oh, you know, we'll just do this race instead. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what happened. Well, I mean, when you do a Worlds, uh, something like that out of country, I mean, you could probably do three other events for the price of that one. Easily. Like, I I know I had my passport already, but I think more of the flights. I'm sure the flights were grand and, you know, all that stuff. So, I mean, yeah, it was probably going to be expensive. I'm pretty sure you buy your own tires, like a spec tire. So it's just an expensive kind of event. Um, So I I didn't do it. I watched. I I know I I stayed up. I think it was kind of a couple hours ahead or whatever. But, you know, I stayed up and watched it all and texted Spencer, you know, when he won. So, I mean, I was I was there. I was there. I was there spiritually, (laughs) like watching you know, and I, I'm pretty sure I remember when you either called or texted Spencer um, because, yeah, like you said, you were up the whole time. And I know when after he won, it was like, you know, he was getting a lot of calls and texts mm-hmm. and everything. And I kind of remember you checking in on him. And, um, yeah, it was a um, it was a real high point. You know, I, that 2019 was a real um was a good year. You know, I remember Jay concepts. We had a good year, especially in the racing side. Spencer mm-hmm. had a great year, uh, racing, uh, won the Nats, the worlds, actually both Nats. He won yeah, the he won 10 the scale, Nats. 10 scale nationals. He won the eight scale nationals. He mm-hmm. won the worlds, um, all in 2019. You're not going to have a much better, <laughs> um, year than that. Yeah. And, um, but he, you know, he got it done, and that was cool because I know, I know you were checking in and and uh, checking with him. But yeah, it was a good experience. Uh, I know when maybe me and you had talked, or me, you, and Spencer had talked, and we were talking about you going, and I was kind of like, you know, up in the air whether I kind of thought you should go or not. Really, but um, and it, of course, it's easy to say after the fact. Right. It's easy to say after the fact, oh, yeah, you should have gone. Everyone, you know, it's like, yeah, I mean, it's like, hey, if you go to your favorite um, sporting event and your team wins the uh, the biggest game, you know, you can say, hey, I wish I would have been there. I mean, that's easy to say after the fact. But, yeah, um, you know, going in and and having to spend the money and then you're it's not just about watching your buddies race. You want to race, too, and you want to be competitive. And I think that's there's two sides to it. It's like, do, well, do I want to go and watch or do I want to go and actually race and compete? And I probably, it maybe just a little touch early to go maybe to compete. Yeah. But at the same time, you wouldn't have got last. No. Nope. <laughs> yeah. I, I it, like you said, it, it's pretty easy to like look back at everything. Oh, you know, I should have went, but at the time, dude, I remember at the time I was like, I was at hobby action with, you know Mayfield and all those guys, and they're like, "Oh, think like, oh, you know, you're thinking about going." And I'm like, "Dude, I'm gonna suck." 
So like I, I remember I that definitely was like I'd say about thirty percent of my answer. Like I was like, yeah. uh, you know, I don't want to be miserable for you know two weeks. Other than like getting on, the, I, mean, I wouldn't say miserable. Just you know, you always want to do good. Yeah. So you know, I, you'd I think be bummed out. Was, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'd be kind of bummed. So, but no, it was that was definitely if I could. I don't have any regrets, but if I had the opportunity to go back, I wouldn't go back and go do that race. So we got by all that. Um, you know, I think you were, you know, climbing the ladder there in 2019. Like you said, you did just about every race you could do, um, which I mean, honestly, when you look down the list of these guys out there on the national scene and, in this era of racing, I think there's been a couple eras since my era, but how many races there are to run and to compete at. Um, mm. I remember thinking, um, you know, you brought up Landon Lewis earlier, you were racing with him at the nationals. I remember thinking like, man, this kid has a ton of experience. I mean, he kind of did like you did for a couple of years, went to everything. Mm-hmm. I don't think there was a race he didn't go to except for the worlds. I mean, he's experienced them all, you know, Yeah. Uh, between silver state, Nitro challenge cactus. Cl- I mean, he did, he did the old school cactus classic. I mean, these guys um, hit them all. And yeah. there's just a lot of things to learn doing those, that, that tour. Mm. And I guess that was, you know, I see now, I see like um, Al Horn's kids uh, who you're close with, Aiden and Austin. I mean, they got a ton of experience yeah. um, racing indoor off-road events. And it's not like just the years they've been racing because, I mean, they've probably been doing it since they've been, I don't know, maybe five or six Um and but just being running 10 scale off-road indoors i mean they've been to every race there is yeah um multiple times and they also had a lot of good races in their local area i mean we're talking about um a a lifetime's worth of experience for people in eight or nine years Hmm. so um that's what i see today you know the, the opportunity for people um and you know kind of their if it's maybe their parents or sponsors getting behind them to make uh, a lot of these events happen because i mean you know now as well as i do that you make these big events where you're just overcome with very good drivers good information you watch a lot you start to take all this in right it's like Mm -hmm. and it's not even happening like you're not like oh let me write this down like oh you know i need to do this and i need to do that it's just happening like fast and it's like you're one second you're watching somebody that's really good on the track the next second you're back in the pits getting you know something tuned up the way you want it and then somebody says to you oh you're doing that wrong and then you change and all of a sudden you just learn that and it's like you're gaining so much um knowledge and information and track time doing this stuff and when you can accelerate it in a year like that um it's like it's like a growth spurt right it's like you just go through this huge growth spurt and all of a sudden 
it a year goes by and you but you've experienced almost a lifetime's worth of racing in one year and you've kind of like you retain it all right because like now when when it's something you like the retention of those facts and all that information is just like perfect right like you could be reading a book in school and you're like i don't i'm not paying attention to any of this i don't know what's going on i did that i'm not you know i have zero (laughs) i have zero recollection of anything that's happening here but you're at the track and you're racing and you hear like four pits over Da, 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 da. you got to do yeah. this to your tires you're like boom like that's <laughs> yeah. to you and you're like you're locked in and you've you remember that all year long so it's funny how that uh happens but that was like your 2019 yeah i thought i think one of the funniest kind of moments is like when you're doing 10 scale and stuff and you're kind of like walking through the pits and i dude i remember i like you know when you don't really want to go ask somebody a question but you're like you know it's going to be on their pit table so, like, I remember I would go, like, whoever was going fast, I'd kind of, like, look at their table, like, okay, mm-hmm. yellow, sticky kit, or wh- whatever it's called, liquid <laughs> wrench. Yeah. It's like, all right, he's running a liquid wrench. And then I'm like, okay, but he could have that on his table. Then he could be running something else. <laughs> so then you kind of, like, see, like, look, getting closer, and you're, like, looking at the bottom, you know, looking at the floor. And, dude, we I remember we've done stuff like that. Like, at bigger races, you don't want anyone to know. I mean, do we go to, like, completely different areas to go soft tires? I mean, it's just kind of how racing is. You know, um, it's like, but to me, when you're in the zone as a racer, you don't have, there's a lot of things that I always felt like that were happening um, during the weekend and during the race, like, all your senses are like super like um, aware of what's going on. Like the guy can be way away from you and you're like recognizing things that is about to happen. Um, yeah. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> That's built for, for that was Jackson. Podcast. Yeah, for yeah, the yeah. podcast. Dottie just put up Bill Belichick with his, binoculars that's me in the AE pits looking all over the pit tables yeah what's mayfield doing over there <laughs> well now it's like you just go brian what are you doing yeah, yeah. <laughs> or but, you, we got the walkie talkies too yeah you know that that was um that's really what's a cool thing about being in at your in your at the peak of your racing game is not only do you know what you're doing, you you know what the competition's doing. That's the point that I'm kind of getting at is I always felt like when I was in my peak, not only did I know what was going on in my pits, but you know what your competition's doing. Somebody's either telling you, you either picked up on it yourself. You, you made that connection and uh, you, so you're aware you're, you're aware of what's going on and, uh, it's and it's interesting where you know the conversations I've had with whether it's you or Spencer or Mayfield or whoever, how much they know what's going on in the event in general and not just in their in their world because to me, that's when you're really uh, when you're really doing well and you're really in the moment, you're you're really learning about what everybody's doing because you feel like you can make strategic moves then to help yourself. You know, you're thinking you're like, Oh, he's going to go out there on that tire this time. Hmm, All right. 
you know, I know those don't work, (laughs) you know, and, uh, you're thinking to yourself, you're like, Oh, he's going to give it a shot. I already tried those. Yeah. yeah, doesn't work. Uh, Oh, he's going with that sauce. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to get, uh, give him a little extra room on the start. I'm giving him a little extra room on. Yeah. This is one less. Well, I think like when people I've had, I just throughout the whole racing years, it's like someone's like, oh, you know, I'm not going to be able to make it to whatever. And you tell me like, oh, that sucks. But in your mind, you're like, all right, that's just one less point. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. You, um, you have fun with, uh, you know, I've talked about this before, like when you're turn marshaling and you're out there and, and when you don't, sometimes they don't call off the, the overall times. Right. Yeah. And you're kind of like watching the guys, your turn marshaling, you know, what you just ran, you've already looked it up. You already seen what's going on. You're watching the other guys on the track and you're thinking, these two guys are on pretty good runs right here. Yeah. And, uh, you're like, I think that guy's pretty close to my time. Oh, oh, oh he yeah, made yeah, a little yeah. mistake. He made a little mistake. <laughs> That gives me a little more room. Yeah, yeah. And pretty soon he's getting a little sideways in your turn, and you're like, you know, you're like jumping in there, like you're trying to help him, and but you're, you're thinking in your head, oh, I hope this guy crashes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're still helping, and you still, <laughs> still want to make sure you're still helping. You want to make sure that you're not screwing the guy, but yeah, in your yeah. head, in your head, you're thinking, oh, this is costing him a couple seconds. <laughs> I remember we were like just wherever, but you're like marshaling, and you like see the guy crash. I, it's really huge in well at the time like the particular instance like at the nat Roy Nats in Texas for the eight scale like I remember marshalling and someone crashed on the step up and I'm like all right so we're looking at a fifteenth at best here <laughs> and this is if he cleans it up and gets a good marshal <laughs> yeah yeah so no that part that part of it's pretty fun because you kind of can be like yes yeah you're in your head you're like yes and you're like oh here you go buddy get get going. Yeah. <laughs> No, the best, no, the thing I do, I still do it to this day. Like, I mean, you could easily be a squid out there on the track. Like, I could come off the track and be like, like absolutely horrid run. And you're marshalling, and the guy crashes where you crash. You're like, God, you suck. How are you crashing right here? Yeah. I do that a couple of times. You're like, dude, twice in a row, the same corner. Yeah. <laughs> squid, hang it up. So. Uh, 2020 talk to us about kind of this run after the, the big 2019 getting into 20 and 21. We know we don't even have to talk about the COVID stuff. Yeah. We know that kind of started in March, April of 2020, but kind of go through, we still did a lot of races. I remember mm-hmm. you did a travel out to California again, and you hooked up with Ryan and Spencer did some JBRLs, mm-hmm. had some good runs out there. Uh, talk to us about that 2020, 2021. <laughs> Yeah, so 2020, we we still had the, so we had the Nitro Challenge still, and um, so we, I went out there. Like I'd say 2019 started where in the beginning of the year I'd go out to Spencer's and uh, run a bunch with him before you know um, I'd like we do some running before CRC, do the CRC, and then go to Reedy Race. So 2020 was like the last year of Reedy Race, or it might have been 21, can't remember. But anyway, so you know we did Reedy Race and. Um, so we had the we stayed out west and did a bunch of running with the guys before Nitro Challenge, and then uh, went home, and then you know so we come back out for the Silver State and do a bunch of running, and then um, yeah so around like kind of the summertime you know uh, we didn't have the nationals that year, so we um, 
Or did we? No, we didn't have we didn't have a twenty twenty field nest, did we? No. Yeah. So so we just I stayed out there that whole summer running. Like I just How long I were mean, you there in, in total? I think I, I do I don't know. I'd have to talk to Ronnie, <laughs> but dude, I <laughs> I easily have been there long enough to where I could have my own driver's license. <laughs> like, I think there was one stint I was there for at least three months. Damn. Like, just, I, I remember, like, Brent, Brent would always call, and we'd talk, and he's like, is he paying for groceries yet? And I, I mean, I'll be honest, I didn't always offer, but I did offer, you know, and he, Ronnie's like, no, 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 you know, it's fine, buddy. But, um, <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you what, Ronnie's a mom and a dad. He's like, you know, busting our chops about everything. And then he's in the, you know, kitchen cooking up. And dude, he's on it. Like, we'll be wrenching. We're like watching a movie and wrenching. And, you know, he doesn't say anything. He just brings in uh, me and Spencer bowls of watermelon, like chopped watermelon to eat. Damn, you didn't want to leave. No. Well, that's why he was there for three months. <laughs> it was off. My mom they had to kick him out. My mom like text me. How's it going? You know, are you getting tired of being out there? I'm like, I don't know, mom. This guy's bringing me chopped watermelon like every time around ten thirty. <laughs> it's like, dude, it's fun. So like, kind of a sidetrack. So like, dude, when I'm out there, like our typical day, yeah. We'd wake up at we'd wake up at six forty five, huh. and I mean we didn't do this every day, but I'm gonna highlight the day. No, yeah, give it, it, give give us the the the. Uh... I'll give you the po- yeah yeah the high this is definitely the higher side of it we'd wake up at 6 45 go to the gym like leave at 7 to go to the gym get to the gym at 7 20 or you know 7 whatever stay till about 8 8 30 get home do nothing for about an hour because you know we're so out of shape <laughs> and um so we'd take showers and then uh we'd start wrenching it's like you know 10 11 we're kind of like we like so like I'm like wrenching here and he's here. We're obviously like the backs of the chairs are together and we're wrenching and then we kinda go like what do you want for lunch? <laughs> like it's like you kinda go like, All right, it's lunchtime and we're like, All right, what do you want for lunch? And so we'll spend about a couple minutes and dude it it's like oh it's normally Chick Flay or Panda and if Ronnie's <laughs> not cooking anything and then so we do that and then you know we do we'll wrench till like four and then, uh, well, no. So we go get lunch, and we we get back from lunch, and we sit on the couch for about thirty minutes <laughs> because you're so out of shape. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, go, we'll go get lunch, and it's like, oh, I don't want to do it. It's like, all right, fifteen minute call. And so, <laughs> so we'll do that, and then we'll wrench, and then it'll be like five o'clock, and and Ryan's like, what? He like walks in. All right, so when do you guys want to eat? And then Spencer always go. Well, as soon as possible, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> or like five thirty or whatever, and he's like, "What do you guys want to eat?" And then it's always like steak, or he'd make like these uh, barbecue kind of like uh, it's like some Asian sauce wings, or um, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, meatloaf or or not meatloaf? Uh, lasagna, oh, Costco lasagna, dude, yes. so dialed. <laughs> and then, uh, dude, the um, I can't. It's his famous meal. I can't remember it. The chicken Ronnie parm. was in the chicken chat parm. earlier. What yeah, is it? The chicken parm. Chicken dude, parm. There's chicken parm. I've been so, to. I mean, you know, we've all been to so many places. I've never had a better chicken parm than what Ronnie makes. Really? I, I mean, I I will take it to the grave. 
Ronnie <laughs> Rivkin makes the best chicken parm. Wow. I don't care what anyone says. He it's the best chicken parm I've ever had. Damn. And so there you know, go, we'll Ronnie. Chicken parm. Well, uh, dude, it's nuts. Like he you're definitely Dang, spoiled. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely makes you feel spoiled. <sighs> but so you know, we'll eat dinner and then honestly, man, it's like five thirty, six o'clock. So you're like, all right, well, you know, we'll wrench till about seven and then it's movie time. <laughs> and then we're in bed by like nine thirty. <laughs> Does he uh, warm your PJs up in the dryer before bedtime? <laughs> no, yeah. So it's like nine thirty. We're like, we're like watching. Well, you can like, we sometimes like we're watching a movie and we're just like sitting on the couch. And then I kind of glance over. I'm like, all right, this guy's still awake. And then hell bites over. I'm still awake. And then if I see him dozing off. I'm like, hey, you do the. Well, I think it's time I go to bed. <laughs> yeah. So no, I, it was. Sounds that awesome. That was about. Yeah, it was awesome. Will Britton saying, uh, would Ronnie want to adopt a 32-year-old in need from Nebraska? <laughs> Ronnie was in the chat earlier, so. Yeah, but no, dude, it was awesome. Like, I'd say the whole, every <laughs> just everything about it was, <laughs> it was pretty cool. But so, yeah, we do Damn. a bunch of running, and um, I'd kind of go home and kind of, you know, the 8th scale. That was kind of 2020 when I kind of stopped around 10th scale. Mm-hmm. So like I kind of you know throughout after about July or June whenever the nationals are, it kind of tapers off. Like you know you kind of have like we could you kind of have like a race a month. So so talk to us about this decision essentially to not race as much eight scale then or ten scale then. Uh, you kind of um, you know because I never I've always considered you being you know about the same in both classes. I mean I don't think that. I, I think you, you, to me, you look like you enjoy eight scale more, but I never really thought that your driving stood out so much better in eight scale that it was like, oh, let's throw 10 scale away. Like, but you kind of made a little decision to kind of um, not clean up, but just kind of uh, make things a little more simple. Yeah. I mean, I obviously don't do this for a living. So, um, mm-hmm. To, it wasn't that hard of a decision as it is for you know the higher ups, but um, no, I just I honestly I just didn't enjoy ten scale. Like I didn't, you know, I didn't enjoy it. Um, so I was just like, you know, there's a lot of eight scale tracks near me. I enjoy doing eight scale, um, so I'm like, I'll just do eight scale. I mean, I had a conversation with Brent about it and stuff, and we we worked. You know, there's obviously a couple of things that he, we had to work out to kind of. Um, just talk about it kind of stuff. But um, for the most part, everyone was cool with it. Um, if any, if anything, like I thought, you know, doing more eight scale was getting more in tune with the car, which that wasn't really the goal, but you know, it ended up being that way. Um, but yeah, I just honestly, I just didn't enjoy 10 scale. Like that's yeah. just kind of as transparent as I can be. I just <laughs> didn't enjoy it. I mean, what was, what do you think about it? Cause I mean, obviously you started in 10 scale, you've done quite a bit of it. Um, mm. but what do you think, uh, what do you think was it that, uh, that you stopped enjoying? Cause obviously at one time or another, you did like it. So what yeah. was, you know, what, what was it that kind of like changed your mind or whatever? Um, eight scale. I don't, well, you know, that VP stuff does smell pretty good. But no, I, I, um, 
you know, I didn't always enjoy, I just, you know, I think I had a string of bad races so that, you know, being a little, I mean, I'm more mature than I was now or then. So I was kind of like, all right, you know, I just not having fun and didn't really want to do it. <clears throat> like, I think the cars were awesome. Like I think associate has, you know, they're pretty good in the 10 scale market. So, you know, I don't think it was really the cars. Um, it was just, you know, I wasn't enjoying it. And um, also, you know, there's not a whole lot of eight or 10 scale tracks near me. Um, like as eight scale, like eight scale, I can drive 30 minutes and be at a track, yeah. which that's way more convenient to do testing and practice, hanging with the buddies and running. But um, <clears throat> no, I just, it was more convenient to do eight scale. And um, that was just kind of the big picture it was just like, it's a little more convenient to do eight scale. So kind of transitioning a little bit out of 10th into mm-hmm. the one eighth full time. And then we're into 2021, which was the year here that we, uh, you know, we had a lot of racing in 2021. You know, we mm-hmm. did pretty much all the race time entertainment events. There was, uh, you were at Nitro Challenge, Silver State, uh, you know, you were you did pretty much everything. The Roar Nats we had, which was great. We had an LCRC. I don't know that we've. It's gonna. I'm gonna have to think back further to a better track <clears throat> condition than we had there at LCRC for that race. But how did the the 2021 go? Uh, <clears throat> considering you know, kind of concentrating only on eight scale, and obviously you still did a lot of um, you know test and tune sessions, staying with Spencer, you know, hooking up with everybody, trying to get as much track time as possible. Yeah. So 2021, uh, no, I mean, I, I think I did a little bit of 10 scale in the beginning. I did. Um, I didn't, we did a super cut. Remember that? Yeah, we did. Oh, I still have that car, but (laughs) dude, so kind of a short story. I, we, what was it? It was a beach line, right? Well, we had one at beach line, but then, that might have been before then, but I remember no, that the one. At, I remember the one at Newberry where we had the big wall ride. Oh and- yeah, 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 that was fun. <laughs> yeah, so you know we did. I had some. There were some super cups we got in, and that was fun. I I remember like there's a picture on a stand that like all of us from two wheel mod driving and do that picture. Like I'm gonna have that frame. Like it's it's one of those. I remember I posted about it. It's one of those photos where in 30 years you're gonna look back and be like, man. That's, you know, Nate, you know, it's just kind of how it is now when you're, you know, looking at pictures of Kenwald and, mm-hmm. you know, Dunbar, all the, you know, all those, you know, just kind of, I would say old school, but just, you know, the 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, I, that picture to me is cool because it's, you know, me, you, Lee, Julian, Paul. Um, it's kind of the Florida, the Florida homies. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's cool. Like, I, I really enjoy that picture. I think Julian's mom took that picture. Like I that's a picture I really like. Like that was a cool picture. But no, so twenty twenty one was SIC. Um was in the mains. Didn't really have any breakout runs. Um tw- and then so we did SIC and then so it went into f- the DNC. And um, DNC was pretty good. I was, you know, I had some speed. I think I was in the B's, and then I was in the main for E buggy. Um, so that was pretty fun. You That's know. good. That's a really good run there. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it was E buggy was awesome. Um, that was kind of started the whole thing. I shipped my stuff back, and that was when I lost that box. 
the you know the mystery box i lost like i lost four engines and oh wow all my winter clothes and my e-buggy jeez that was a cluster dude i i we just it's still missing that's i i haven't i don't have the box oh man yeah it Kill was him. pretty it, it it sucked like it i was definitely kind of at the time i was like kind of like when i realized it wasn't really going to be happening like i was going to get the box back i was just like all right that stuff doesn't exist anymore like just kind of have to put it away so hmm. it sucked but uh, yeah it's just you know one of those things that happens with you know how hectic the shipping stuff is now but <clears throat> so march there i don't think there's anything in march like there's desert classic but nothing a whole lot and then we did pnb pnb was fun um was in the mains and i think i i don't i think the only mains i missed was um like silver state and the nationals like i think everywhere else i was just i mean i was in the mains but i wouldn't say i was lighting it on fire but you know i was i had some speed um so you know we did uh silver state that was awesome that was that was kind of a funny thing. Like we're all kind of in between qualifying and <clears throat> Jimmy Babcock comes on the mic and is like, all right, everyone, the mask mandates off and we all throw our masks off <laughs> and you know, everyone's cheering. Like that was definitely a highlight of the weekend. Um, so, you know, we did silver state. I did that. That to me, that silver state was probably one of the best tracks I've driven on. You think so? I, so we're talking 2021 Silver State mm. track inside the hotel. Um, it was the, um, I don't know what the hotel is. The South Point. Yep. But yeah, that was like where you came down the straightaway and you made the right hander to the triple and then came back to you and did the whoop section. Dude, that was 100%. I don't care what anybody says. That was the best track Silver State's had. Like in that, in, in that, in that indoor facility, that was yeah. an awesome track. Like it was, it just, my car was working, you know, I was feeling pretty good. I think, uh, um, it was fun mixing up the lines. It was just, it was awesome. Like, it's just one of those races where you're just like, man, this is pretty cool. So, you know, we did silver state, had a lot of fun there. That was, oh, that was the year that me and Spencer were telling you, you know, we like started, we took out a hundred bucks and went to the casino and we were like up. It was like every day we were gaining money, and then it was after the main day. Spencer actually, I think, got out even, but I remember it was like main not or main day. We everyone got done. We're at the casino after the mains till like three in the morning, having fun. And I remember we were getting to the airport in the morning. Spencer's like, "So what'd you win?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm actually in the red here." Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Oh, I made you know whatever." So no, that was, that was yeah. That's it. Yeah. That was, dude, such an awesome track. Like, that tabletop was fun. Then you'd go way outside and along the cushion. And then um, you could either cut inside or go wide, dude. It was so rad. The straightaway was pretty. If you didn't hug or go wide, dude, it was pretty gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> hug. Yeah, I can. I mean, I kind of see some of the spots I crash. I'm just like you just watching you're just like and knowing how it was you just dude that double got so bad at the, like towards the end of like end of the days because uh, uh what's his name? joe joey would go out there and you know fix the track and dude towards the end of the day dude you couldn't do like the double the triple was gnarly 
<clears throat> Dude, it was just a cluster, like, at the end of the day when the track was hammered. But, no, this was probably one of the best Silver State layouts, layouts I've driven. I mean, the dirt's awesome, and it's so, just not something we see a lot. So you oh. like Silver State, mm. had a pretty good weekend, and then um, where we move on from there, we kind of get into the summer, the summer stuff a little bit, nationals, that type of thing. Yeah, so the summer uh, is June, and we're running – um, we were running at me, Spencer Mayfield, Adam, Drake, Rhonda, and a bunch of other, and Tanner Denny and his father. Um, we're all running at Tony Schumacher's track. And I think, I don't think we went to the Fear Farm. I think we ran a little bit at the Doby track where the Nationals will be this year. Yeah. Um, that's Tim Lime's track, I think. And we're running there, doing a bunch of running. And, um, yeah, so we go to LCRC um for the nationals that was honestly like i thought that was a pretty good national like i i wouldn't say i had any awesome like i i kind of sucked like that triple triple in the middle like dude it it ruined my week like i just couldn't get through it from the first lap i did on the track to the last lap it was it was kind of the like you know i don't know what the cliche saying is but dude it was, it was just that killed my runs but Talk- Talk, we'll kind of stop for a second and say, so everyone kind of has this, I think, on occasion, but what's the situation you think when you you get on a track that either one, you don't like, but you have to go back to, or two, a section of the track that just has your number? Like, how do you think that... um, you can kind of write the ship in those situations. You know, I mean, I, I see people, you know, I, I did it in my racing. Um, I've had uh, where you just know you're going to a certain track and you're just like, ah, here we go again. <laughs> and then, so one, how do you get around that? And then two, when there's a section on the track that, you know, is just kicking your ass every single time it's in your head of course yeah. it gets in your head and but how do you think that the best way to, to kind of work through those type of things um I, I don't know if i'd be the right person to ask quit i mean it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right brand i'm just gonna pet spencer man <laughs> but no i i don't know like i just remember like i had one full session on the track and uh, Brent and all those guys were watching. It's like, all right, this kid sucks in the whoop section. So we got to figure <laughs> something out. And Brent, for the next practice, Brent's like talking me through it. And he's like, all right, well, if you go this way, you can do this. And I'm like, <laughs> I tell Brent, it's like, I know what you're saying. And I know, I know, I've seen it. I know. I just can't do it. Like, I don't think I said I couldn't do it, but I definitely was telling him, like, I just, like, I just don't, whatever it is, I, like it's just i'm not doing it and it was dude it just that was just it kicked my butt the whole weekend i think if i could go back i think honestly i don't care in those practice sessions i would do the section and then cut the track and go back around like i what are they gonna do like it's just practice so like i think i like i felt pretty good everywhere else yeah we talking practice (laughs) no i felt you know I would say, you know, up to par, you know, with where I should be everywhere else on the track. And it was just a triple, triple that, you know, sucked. And then obviously, you know, like I didn't do what I thought 
what, what I'm thinking now. I should have done. So, like, you know, I made the whole everywhere else on the track. I was so frustrated from this one section that, you know, it caused me to mess up. But, yeah. um, no, I, I think if I could go back, it would be, you know, jump the, you know, somehow get through the section, you know, with you know, mercy of God and <laughs> cut the track and figure it out again until, like, you do it right. And then, like, that's, you know, if, like, I was basically, like, if I could go back, I'd be like, all right, triple, triple. All right, crash. That's not going to work. Double, double, double. All right, that kind of worked. Let's see if we can triple, double, single out or whatever. It was just, I just, it was a hard section. I just, I wasn't, dude, I was not having it. Like, I told Brent, I was like, I don't care, dude. I'll go out there with a shovel and steamroll that thing overnight. <laughs> like, dude, it was, I just sucked so bad. Like, we were going to the airport and Brent's like, so what's everyone's thoughts on the weekend? And I'm like, if we never raced a whoop section track, honestly, I wouldn't care. <laughs> like, I was just so frustrated from that. And it, uh, but other than that, man, um, Kevin and Christy, they had an awesome weekend. You know, they made it awesome. We had the food trucks and everything. Um, that was awesome. We're, you know, cutting up with the guys. Um, that was, I honestly, that was probably one of the better nationals. I mean, there was obviously some drama, but you're going to have that with everything. But, um, it was probably one of the better nationals that I've attended. It was, you know, aside from results, I had fun. You know, I pitted for Spencer in the buggy main, and um, that was, you know, f- super fun. We got to watch Aiden do really good. So, I mean, I think there's a lot of positives to that race. Oh, boy. Uh, All right, so see right here, I had a pretty good line. I'd cut back in, you know, Max for staff and stuff. Right there, right there, dude. All right, when this car we're following gets to there, Dude, so bad. So this section was pretty good, but if you ca- you could like case it, so like all yeah. this is pretty fun, you know, little like in ground whoop section. So you're coming on. All right, so this is where it starts. So you come on straight away. So where this guy goes right here, that's double double. See? Okay. Double double. <laughs> the last one. So hold, pause the video. Go back. Go all right. Back. Wait. 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 I'll, I'll Brent Telke this really quick because uh, I it's still stuck in my mind. I can tell you how much it. Me, meant to me that I'm this like, is when the track was kind of fresh right here too no th- yeah this was sunday so it, it rained remember it yeah. rained yeah and they had to work on the track so yeah the track was like pretty prime so like if you went oh, well so i tried like, to rewind it at... okay go ahead okay so like um when if you like went down the straight i'll wait till this guy gets the straight just pause it when you can see the straightaway in that section like when he's basically going into the corner. But, I mean, this section was pretty fun. I didn't think it was pretty that bad. So, like, pause it. Here, here. we go. All right. All right. So, all right, everyone, this is Brent Tilke. So, basically, <laughs> if you're where that guy is there, right here, that car, right. and you kind of followed like a buggy and a half off the pipe, that's triple, triple material. But you got to be on it. And but if you're a little if you're too narrow to the pipe and you you know have a sh- you know a short um like a you know a narrow more narrow apex right then it's double du- it's well honestly it's prey but <laughs> double 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 if you can like double you know basically double 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 but so you got to come out here a little bit yeah you gotta you kind of had to swing wide a little bit to do the triple but also 
I mean, it's an off-road track, so there's see. holes. Let me see if I could find, like, Mayfield's main. You know, what main were you in here? Let's see. Uh, well, don't watch me. I'm not. No. Oh, no, let's not bring that back up. Yeah, well, I won't. Uh... <laughs> no. We want Jackson uh, to sleep well tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, right here, the third video, that's probably going to have the main final. Maybe, yeah, skip through all that. So, yeah, I'd fast forward to, like, the end. So that's the quarter or the half, the semis rather. What I do there. So, yeah, this is. Yeah, this is about right. So yeah, these are the fast guys. Oh, here's the main. No, this is the junior final. Oh, I don't know where I'm at here. We see how nuts the track got. Look how much high grip it got in just one day from the yep. rain. It was insane. But basically, yeah, dude, it was the whole triple. Like this guy's section right here. Yeah, yeah. But see, it was weird. If you ju over jumped it, yeah, then it would like pancake the like from the front to the like front middle of the chassis and poppy weird. Dude, it was so lame. <laughs> All right, <laughs> but, but no, but, but dude, it was, it was a fun weekend. Regardless, I had fun. Everyone had a good time. We date. Uh, J Concepts debuted the new F two Truggy body. It worked good. Yeah, Mayfield won with it, um, and they won buggy too. So uh, it was a good weekend, regardless of anything. I think Spencer got. Did he get third in truck? I don't remember. Uh, I thought he had a. Anyways, whatever. It was a good weekend. So fast foreign, fast nationals. We go to Wicked Weekend. Wicked Weekend was fun. I mean, that was the race me and Rich went to. Um, so that was fun. Mm -hmm. And then um, we did the Southern Nationals the next. That would be in September. So that was um, that was you know fun too. The track was awesome. Um, and then AMS. AMS was my last race for Associated. Oh. That was in um, November, right? That was in November. That was my last race. That was um that that was that weird format that was actually kind of cool with the whole um your qualifying was like seeding. Yeah. And that was that kind of different format stuff, but that was I mean, I thought that was I mean, dude, you ran we had so much runtime. So like I think if someone wanted to go to an event and like you know I want the max amount of runtime, kind of thing like that was definitely the race. Like I mean you could go to the PNB, but dude, it's that whole twenty four hour practice is insane. But you don't get that more like race track time more so. It PNB more features more practice time, whereas the AMS really featured a whole lot of racing kind of track time where you're on the clock. But um, that was a fun weekend. You know that was. Um, kind of a bittersweet weekend with it being kind of the last race, but it was, I, I think, I don't know. I didn't really care what everybody thought, but I think, so I think people knew like it was kind of my last race. Um, I'm not sure. Kind of, that was kind of when like more towards the end of last year, I kind of stayed off Facebook. So I kind of was like, you know, not really, um, <clears throat> I did my social media post, but I didn't really see what everyone was saying. So I don't know, but, um, that was, for, that was my last race. And then, you know, I, um, you know, I got my new cars, my new HP cars. So let's stop right before that. 
Um, what uh, one thing I will say about um, what I've noticed about your social media posts is I think. I think you do probably one of the better jobs of your uh, after race report. I think that it's it's usually um, grammatically good. It's um, and I think it it sounds really good on your behalf. Is there any reason that that it's like that? Does well, your mom do it? Or like that? <laughs> no. I just hate like. I, you know, I just have a thing where it's like if some, if the companies are, you know, paying for most of your, you know, helping you out to get there, it's like, all right, you know, they're obviously going to know what happens, but it's just kind of like something the drivers, it's just what you do. Yeah. You just write, I mean, you just write the race report. It's not hard. It's like, I mean, dude, Mayfield does it while he's driving. Like the guy is insane. He does but, it all, man. Yeah, dude, the guy is nuts. But no, it, <laughs> it's just it's something you do. It's I've always enjoyed the whole race report thing. I'm that's kind of a chick thing. Like I'm just super good at it. Probably doesn't. It's not super manly, but I'm really good at like finding all intricate words and you know, like <laughs> I. It's just I enjoy doing it. You're so, like no, Jason with his he, press releases. He can he can I make am. a body clip sound awesome. I'm I'm here. This, I'm typing right now. This luxury high grit. This luxury low profile yeah. lightweight. Yeah. Body clip. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I can I mean I'm working on these today. I've been here since like eleven o'clock typing press releases up for new products. So I can definitely uh, sympathize or uh, go right along with Jackson here. Yeah, that's yeah, why Jason appreciates it. I think it's fun. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it's fun, you know, doing the whole, you know, you're kind of checking all the boxes, you know, you kind of tell how the weekend went, talk about the layout, you know, you just kind of check all the boxes. It's fun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I kind of. Okay. So, um, yeah, I think you do a good job with those. I think they come off really well, uh, you know, and then you kind of went into, you kind of had your, uh, saying goodbye to uh, team associated post, and so um, you know there there's some you know there's some people out there that think that this whole you know driver announcement, driver departure, um, these race reports. I think there's some some people out there that think it's all stupid. Mm. And they they make fun of um, uh, drivers and and the this this thing, but well, it depends I who's think, doing it. <laughs> to, well, to me, well, yeah, yeah, and you know, <laughs> and I'm not saying that there's some things aren't out of place or out of character, but I think that there comes a time where if you are into this on a level that you have to show some uh, appreciation or some thanks to the people that are helping you. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, you know, obviously Jackson's in a situation where he has had some uh, good and great moments with associated and the companies that uh, surrounding that for mm-hmm. him. And, and I think it's important to say, Hey, you know, I am leaving this particular team this is, you know, what I'm going to do, or I appreciate these guys or whatever the case may be. I think it is important to get that done properly. 
and and usually before everybody else knows, I think it's kind of nice to do that. And then you can kind of move on to your new, uh, uh, whatever your new opportunity is, but you don't do it too early. There's some people that are out there in September, uh, you know, their contracts really supposed to run through December, but in September they're already out racing on live RC with their transponder hooked up running their stuff that they're not supposed to be running. And I think that's not really the way you're supposed to do it. I understand sometimes you got to get a little bit of a head start. Mm-hmm. Um, well, how can you do that before built. your uh, contract, before you sign? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I think there's some people that they will release the vehicles to you. They'll release the equipment to you. They'll get it to you. So you can start building it, get your bodies painted, all that stuff. And I understand mm-hmm. oh, gotcha. that people have to be kind of hit the ground running when the new year goes. But you don't go to a race with their transponder and everybody in public, um, you know, kind of before the right time. But so, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I thought the, the social media post was good it kind of got your information out there you got to say you know uh move on from that from that chapter of rc racing and kind of enter into another one yeah i mean obviously um you know brent and everyone associated i mean richard kurt um even the, all the engineers and, you know, Paul, you, dude, there's so many people. Um, it was awesome. I mean, I, I couldn't have asked for a better support group. Um, it was just, I wouldn't say I really left because of that. I just kind of, you know, I thought a change was needed and, um, I wouldn't even say the opportunity is, wasn't even a factor. It was more just, you know, I just wanted to change. And, um, so yeah, for you know, twenty twenty two, um, Hot Body is racing HP Heat Wave, and um, it's I've you know I had a couple of days on the cars now. You know we're getting ready for SIC this um, I think what's today Sunday, so this week. You know we leave Thursday, um, so it's been it's been good. Um, I wouldn't say there's. I wouldn't say the AE car sucks or anything. I, I think um, I'm definitely finding a, a, a groove with the new HB cars and uh, whatnot. But um, still, you know, staying with J Concepts, we you know signed the you know we, you know you flew me down on the private jet, you know, I just signed a contract <laughs> yeah. and whatnot. But uh, no, so staying with J Concepts, and um, I am um, teaming up with Mernin Modified Engines. Uh, for engines, he's basically uh, doing some modifying work to um, running in OS in OS engines, which is still good. So that was kind of my goal: is you know, if I'm going to run Nitro, I don't want to run anything other than OS uh, brand or OS, you know, just kind of originality. OS-based. Yeah, OS based. So that's good. And then I'm still with you know VP uh, Futaba, Eric uh, Everett with Easy Customs. He does an awesome job. Bob with Stick It One. Um, let's see. So I left Reedy. That was the, you know, kind of the tie. So I went back to Trinity, which has been so far, the products I've been using have been awesome. Like it was kind of, I mean, when you change eight scale electronics, especially the ESCs and stuff, um, you know, that, that's always a, you know, kind of a question in your head is, you know, um, just like, you know, I kind of hope everything, you know, works and, you know, you don't want to have failures. Um, 
so so far everything's been awesome i mean it's probably I, i'm gonna be honest it's way it was a pretty it's a pretty smooth esc like it, i was pretty blown away but um so everything there has been pretty good um probably leaving somebody out i don't have anything in here <laughs> well, while probably, you're thinking of it tell me about this this hb heat wave thing so you know obviously we got you know you're going on to the team this year um I, I see i've seen kind of uh, one of my jokes in my head i guess was man there's this hb heat wave sure is hitting the uh, the northeast here you know we got guys in the northeast i know that have ran uh, associated in the past or they're, they're kind of locking in here with some more hb stuff and this is all kind of on the heels of hb losing David Ronafalk here or whatever the agreement was where he's not going to be running HB anymore. And, and he's really kind of the main man mm-hmm. um, of, of that car. Obviously the one that won the, one of the ones that won the worlds with it. Uh, and <clears throat> probably one of the top three eight scale drivers in the world easily. Um, but what do you think it is about? What is it about this car, this HB car that, is making it so attractive for people to want to want to run for them. And I guess I keep in my mind, I'm thinking, yeah, I see the car run. I think it works really well. Uh, Rona folks dominated with it. Even when Ty ran the older uh, versions, he was awesome mm-hmm. with it. Um, Cole Ogden, we've obviously seen him, uh, you know, run with the fastest in the nation or in the world with it. Um, but you go to e-buggy, you know, from Nitro, you go to e-buggy, and, and I think the e-buggy is good, but I feel like more of the people really identify with that car for Nitro. Mm-hmm. But they also run the e-buggy, and I've seen it run well. Mm-hmm. But then you go to Truggy, and it's not really known as much on the Truggy side, even though it is mm-hmm. a good Truggy. You don't – it's not as known. It's really like, to me – I feel like people just love nitro buggy so much that they're almost willing to run the HB just because they want that nitro buggy. So I guess my yeah. question is, what is it about this buggy that works so good? Dude, I'm, I mean, I was pretty, I mean, I, when I, I, you know, I test with Cole a bunch and, uh, you know, we're, you know, no strangers like Ryan and Spencer, you know, they run their cars all day and they're like, Oh, you know, let me try your car. It's just kind of part of it. So I've done that with Cole and I've always just like, I mean, it was kind of like, I was just, I was, I would spend all day on my car and it would be like, all right, you know, this feels pretty good. You know, I'm doing about the same fast lap or faster than what I normally do. So I'm like, all right, you know, it still feels pretty good. And my consistency's there. And I'm going to be honest, dude, I would drive Cole's car and, he would show up halfway through the day and just throw it down. And it's just like, I go, I, I do, I went five tenths faster every time or mm-hmm. not, you know, give or take. I mean, I'm obviously exaggerating every time, but you know, give or take, it was just, it was so, there's something about the car driving it that to me feels more at ease in my mind. It, and it, I know it's just RC cars, but it, to me, feels i enjoy driving the car and to me that's what matters the most 
I really like I would say like you were mentioning earlier my tent scale kind of driving is where you kind of saw the you know it's like are you kind of driving style suits tent scale well I think the HB car like it almost takes a tent scale driver mentality where it's you know with it being a c-hub car it obviously like um i enjoyed so like at when you hit the steering wheel on the c-hub car it basically that's all the steering you're gonna have almost at the wheel but it's never more than that like the like the i like that the rear end doesn't you know the pillbox car is more rear end driven um everyone knows that so it it just the rear end always just sticks and plants, which I've always enjoyed driving Cole's car. It's always done that. Um, my car has done that. Uh, the couple of days I tested this past week. Um, I mean, dude, I went to Loganville and ran, and I was running one point seven five degrees of toe, so like no toe virtually. Mm-hmm. And I had more grip than I've ever had in my AE car in that same condition. Like, I mean, I've been there long enough. I think I am I think I am given the um, opportunity to just say what I think feels right and wrong at that track and everything, other conditions I see. And um, it, I had more grip, and I didn't have that much toe. And I think that car naturally had side bite in it. Which I think that's might just be a C hub thing. Again, I'm you know, it's my first C hub car, so I don't know everything. Um but it, it had a lot of side bite in it and I like that. Um I I I haven't got a chance to test um just kind of like like we were talking earlier, like the triple D's and stuff. We, you know, I haven't got that opportunity yet, but that opportunity will come. Um but I think there's some opportunity there to try some different tires and um you know there it's it's going to be fun learning. I think it's not always going to be on a high. I mean, there's obviously it's a roller coaster. Um, so, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm prepared for that, but um, you know, I've, I've enjoyed, like, I I would say the last, you know, like, honestly, the last six months, I, I haven't really had that much fun like driving and I've kind of like lost some of the, you know, you know, I kind of want to go to the track, but, um, you know, towards the end, I was kind of going more to the track and whatnot. But, dude, I was driving this car. I mean, all the cars. And I was just – i it's some of the most enjoyable times I've had these last couple of days at the beginning of the year. I've, I've just enjoyed myself. I, it could be some of the new car syndrome, which I'm sure it is. That's, I think that's with everything. But, um, no, I've, I've enjoyed it. I, I don't think um, – it's, it's kind of funny. Like, Mayfield, you know – was ta- I was texting Mayfield the other day, and he's like, you know, he's like, you're not expecting to come out of the gate and you know battle with me, are you? <laughs> and I was kind of like telling him like, no, but I I think you're like no. Like, I told him I was like, dude, I'm probably still gonna blow out with a minute to go, but I think from w- the first you know lap to the you know one minute to go, I think I can do a little bit better. I was like, I'm still probably gonna blow out. That's just kind of you know <laughs> just being. Jo- I told him I was like, that's not what it's for, but I. I enjoy the car. Um, I would say, like, looking at this picture right here, I mean, I'm going to be honest. The one thing I don't really, per se, enjoy, it's not really a huge deal, but I don't really, like, you get pretty spoiled with, like, the quick access diffs that the associate car had. Um, it's kind of like to do the dish, you got to take, like, 
So it's two screws and, and then move the shocks and then t disconnect the sway bar. Where's the sway bar? That was the same with the AE and the, and the shocks. But you you kind of mess. You have to take the A block off and then a lo some lock nuts that kind of hold the suspension blocks on. Uh, but other than that, I mean, the car, it like I've had a couple of days of running on it. You know, everything's been so far has been good. I'm obviously expecting it not to be you know, perfect every time I hit the track, but you know, it so far has been a breath of fresh air and everyone on the team has been super helpful. You know, and now we have, uh, Mason Fuller. He's joined, he joined him and Caden, um, Avidis. So, you know, I think it'll be kind of a fun year. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, <clears throat> you know, that's kind of what I was bringing up is a lot of these uh, guys getting that car um, you know, up and down. Mm. And it's just, I guess it's, it's just been really surprising to me that, um, you know, especially without David uh, now there, and then so many people wanting to run this car that I think that there, there's obviously something attractive to it, um, mm. more attractive to it than, um, than just the top of the line driver like a David. Um, mm -hmm. There's something else about the way the car works, or um, the deals people are getting, or you know, which is obviously a factor. Mm -hmm. um, but um, but it's a good car. I mean, I've seen it run a long time mm -hmm. now, and it's it's, uh, it's 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 ran well. But uh, like you said, there's something about the way the car's handling, I guess, and people are experiencing some of the things that you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been kind of um, interesting, like, kind of I joined the team, and it's like, oh, a bunch of other people are kind of joining the team. So it's kind of interesting, to say the least. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, 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 mean I, I ran the truck a bunch this past week, and... It was, I mean, me and Joe were, I mean, me and, I mean, uh, Bornhorse and I went down. We'll talk about that in a second. Okay, okay. I ran the truck, and at first, it it needed work. Like, I, 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 I spent about a day and a half on it. Yeah. And uh, for, you know, the amount of time I had on the car or the truck and, you know, the track I was at, it, I, I feel like I got it, you know, up to race pace. Like, I felt pretty good. I was doing, you know, consistent tank to tank you know, running the same lap times, um, you know, in that, you know, kind of same bracket. And um, it was, it was good. Like I really enjoyed the truck. Um, there are like, it comes with like 12 degree caster blocks, which that's so much steering dude. So I, I like, I, I started, I put, I just immediately threw on 15s. Like <laughs> yeah. I, that's where I started. Like I, that 12, like it's obviously like I kind of had some more vocal opinions from, you know, suggestions, not rather opinions from Cole, He's like, oh, you know, don't put those on. So that's kind of more like he explained, kind of, you know, gave me the rundown of how the car, you know, general, like a general kind of overlay of, you know, what you're going to kind of run. And he was like, you're not even going to really use those 12 and a half degree caster blocks. Mm. Oh, thanks for putting them in the kit. Yeah, yeah. That's, I, I kind of was like, <laughs> they're in the kit and we're not even running them. It's like, dude. So uh, kind of going back to something that kind of happened today. Um, I'm going to kind of get your take on this. This is kind of 
not necessarily your on your RC career, but uh, you know, you mentioned earlier, you know, talking to Ryan, he's like, you don't think you're going to be running with me right away or whatever. You know, it just as kind of a fun, you guys are playing around, but yeah. Um, you know, you know, it looks like, you know, we had a big win today by Tom Rinnernick. Oh, uh, CRC. Yeah. He, he won the two wheel mod class. Oh, hell yeah. Um, he, he TQ'd and won it and he won a 17, five buggy same race and i think he did pretty well in four wheel yet i don't know maybe he did pretty well anyway i mean the 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 bottom line was he won the first or the first two mains in in the two-wheel mod class and this is coming off of a um you know he decided not to re-sign with tlr Mm -hmm. and just kind of had a you know he won the reedy race in four-wheel drive which is a a big win everybody You've been to the 3D race. You you know everyone wants to win the open class 3D race, but nothing's really like beating, um, you know, Spencer, Dakota, Aiden Horn. You know, beating all these guys at one time on the track. Um, that's a pretty big deal. Yeah, and you know, kind of, um, you know, a little Cinderella story, if you will. Um, you know, he, he obviously chose not to re-sign with TLR, goes to the first race of the year, um, borrows, I believe, Paul Sicarello's X-Ray two-wheel buggy, and he um, he won the class. And I was like, you know, th- stuff like this doesn't happen very often. Yeah. And I just kind of get to get your take on, um, you know, trying to decide what to do Um as a driver and then being able to come into a year uh, where you, you kind of have this opportunity to, to kind of put it to your old sponsor with a, with a, you know, your best finish ever. And Mm. he actually was able to do it, you know, not that there's all this animosity both ways, but in in a way as a racer, you're thinking I'm going to put it to these guys. Right. And then (laughs) he was able to kind of do it. I mean, um, what do you think about uh, being in uh, not your situation, but his situation and kind of getting something done like that? I, I've been to CRC, so I know how hard that track is. Hmm. And I think it's pretty, I mean, I've been, I, I haven't really watched it, but I, I've seen some laps and talked to Spencer and dude, that's, it's awesome. I think being able to, you know, come out basically, you know, you don't really have a per se program. You know, it's just kind of you're running somebody else's car. That's that just shows like skill and talent, really. Um, I didn't know he won. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, he TQ'd and won, and he won the first two mains. The first main, he was racing Spencer. Spencer was all over him. Uh, Spencer gave him, you know, good room. Mm. Uh, they didn't really hit or anything, but Tom ran a little better race. The second main. Tom made a mistake and Drayton actually got around him who Drayton is faster every year. He was probably faster when you were there. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this year he was actually right there. He actually got in the lead and Tom like just threw a wicked, wicked pass on him on the last lap and then wins the second main. I mean, it, I was pretty shocked to be honest that, uh, not only is it hard to put a, a wicked pass on somebody or any kind of a move, but like you said, that track is hard. Yeah. Huh. 
on the last lap. Yeah, he got him on the last <laughs> lap and wins it in the in the two mains. And um, wow. so, not only is that kind of a little bit of a story going on here, but yeah. then he also ran seventeen five and he TQ'd in one seventeen five buggy. Mm-hmm. So I don't I haven't seen anybody in a very long time run those two classes at one race and be able to win them. Not that you know my opinion is if a top of very top of the line modified driver goes to the 175 class mm-hmm. I think they're going to do well. <clears throat> I think if you can make the A main and modified then you can probably win the stock class. Um, yeah, and um, but it's I haven't seen it very. I've really haven't seen it in a long time where somebody was able to win stock and mod. Yeah, that's definitely. I think um, it, with the stock thing, that I would say that's probably more like because I think he works for R one. Mm-hmm. So I would say they're probably he's probably running the stock class to kind of push the stock motor. And show people that, you know, it's competitive. But also, like you mentioned, if dude, if you can TQ the modified class, it's like the stock class. It's not that the stock guys aren't fast. It's just you're a modified, you know, quote-unquote driver. I mean, there's that whole discussion there. But, yeah, um, yeah. I, regardless, it's, <clears throat> that's a pretty awesome weekend. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> but, you know, then you got, you know, that whole, not only – you're basically borrowing somebody's car. Of course it's set up. Well, it's a great car, Paul Sicarello. I mean, if I'm going to let people work on my cars, he's definitely going to be somebody I'm going to let work on my car. I'm, I won't have a problem taking a car from him anyway. Um, but yeah, so God, he's got the, got the race up here. A two, there's Drayton in oh, the lead. Drayton in the, okay. And then, uh, this is Tom with the all white body. So we must be entering. Yeah, yeah. So this is the last lap coming up. Yep. So the the timing and scoring is all the way at the top left up there, the, right? They pass the line here. Okay. So Tom's all over him. Oh. Sending it there a little bit, yeah, yeah. thinking, getting a little brave. Oh. Last lap. Bro. Mm. Oh, he's got like some arm pump. <laughs> he just, I mean, I've been in that situation too. I know it's not easy, but dude, he just completely left the door open. But that's, that's a and that's a real difficult back section, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, and you can't. I my dad's been watching the race the whole weekend, and he said that today or yesterday, there's been like, because obviously it snows there, and it it got really warm or warmer than it's been. Mm-hmm. And he said that there's been like water droplets, which that always happens there, but more than normal there. Yeah. So I'm sure the dust. I mean, dude, the dust intense get when you're running slicks. I mean, you know, all the circumstances and everything that goes into it. But, yeah, it looked like he got out of the line and got some dust. And rather than spinning out, just didn't even, you know, couldn't really afford to, you know, didn't have the grip there. Yeah, I mean, I know um, that's just kind of amazing that you get this kind of a win coming off of essentially not, you know, I'm sure he thought he was part of TLR's future, right? Uh, Tom? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then kind of like going away from this into this sort of, I mean, he's a pro privateer, essentially. R1, R1 mm-hmm. his motor sponsor, he works there. They, I think they just basically told him, run whatever you want. 
Oh, yeah. he even flipped there? Oh, he made him yeah, so that's where too? he was leading and crashed. Oh, my God. No, no, he was behind Raiden. He was behind. Okay, so yeah, he right made there. a mistake. He Sorry. must have made a mistake earlier, though. Yeah, he did. He made one mistake, got out of the lead, then he crashed and then he there. catches back up. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, he's... So this is a, a minute 50 left now, but... <clears throat> yeah, so you, you, you kind of go from a, a situation where you think you're in, uh, in the long-term plans, maybe you're the next up of being a pro... Mm. which to me pro means that you're getting paid. Um, you know, a lot of people can run pro class, but, tr- but pro truly means you're getting paid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think everybody hopes to be on that level, but you know, here's a situation where he didn't sign back with TLR. They probably didn't offer him what he was hoping. Mm-hmm. And then you're in a position where, so there's the crash. That sends him back. Yeah. Okay. That's the same. Okay. 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 Yeah. I just rewinded. <clears throat> And then now he <laughs> gets in a position where he's able to grab a, borrow a car, go here and win with a competitor's Look how car. How far back he is, though. Yeah, that's, um, dude, that's huge. So I just I just found this so in- did interesting. Did Drake no? no. Wow. How does he? <laughs> How's he catch up to him? Gosh, yeah. I mean, speed. when you're racing yeah. 10 scale, though, as you know, I mean, you brush a pipe, it's like... Yeah. You're out of the groove, like. Yeah. And, oh well, yeah. Right, right there. There's a little brush. He just brushed yep, it. Yep. He just yeah. did. But I mean, look at that. I mean, he he basically got. <clears throat> he pulled in like. Oh. About two wheel. And two there. So right now you got 25 seconds left. As a driver, you're just look going, at that heartbeat. Heartbeats at 200. Oh my gosh, you're just going nuts. Yeah. Oh. Now yeah, you're thinking, just... okay, last lap. This is where you hope the race announcer is on his game. Yeah. And doesn't screw you on how many laps you got left. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you kind of like, all right, this last time I can kind of not go for it. Yeah. So I don't know. So look, so wow. he, uh, I, I don't think, know. I think Drayton, he spun out right there. He kind of well, like. Well, I think Drayton. I think Drayton basically he didn't send it off of that single in yeah. the back like very hard into that chicane. Cause I'm sure the, the chances of flat landing and you're making a right hander traction rolling is big, right? Yeah. So he probably checked up just a tiny bit and Tom basically sent it in there. And then uh, you can see he's on the track here. Like, um, <laughs> wow. But anyway, Pretty cool stuff. Anyway, I thought yeah, that was a kind of an interesting story. Somebody that was, you know, getting a debut, running, um, and uh, getting getting a big win. Wow, that's insane. So anyway, going back to um, your, uh, we'll kind of finish off with you here. You you got a, uh, we had another driver, Joe Bornhorse. He made a big move in, uh, we'll call it the off season. Mm. he's going to be running for S works now and you guys were able to do some testing recently. So this is kind of like your opportunity. Um, just tell us how the, the, what track you went to and how the, the days went with Joe. And then we can kind of wrap it up. You can thank your, all your new sponsors and everybody. And then we can uh, get going into the next race. <clears throat> yeah. So um, me and Joe, or uh, we went down to Savannah, Georgia at the Philhard Raceway, a uh, pretty historic race, racetrack that 
you know, been around for years. And, um, yeah, we just kind of did a bunch of running. Um, it was pretty high grip. It was, like, almost, I would say it kind of felt like a Florida track. It's kind of, you know, kind of tight, high grip, and, you know, a little dusty. And the weather was beautiful, dude. Gosh, it was awesome. Like, I think it was 55, 60, like, you know, kind of chilly, but it was it was good weather. And, you know, Patrick Rossiter and um, I think the guy's name was Drew and, you know, all those guys there, they were so helpful. And, you know, they came and helped us pull the track off. And we obviously blew the track off too. But it was just like, you know, they were just kind of doing whatever they, you know, kind of to do whatever to help. So it was super nice. Um, yeah, um, kind of just went through the motions of, you know, he was breaking in his cars. I was um, breaking in my cars and everything was good. Um, it kind of, we... I mean, I would say not really so much for me, and but for Joe too. You know, you can kind of have that other driver there to push you and kind of get that race pace out of you. It's kind of hard to do that by yourself. Um, so it was it was good. I mean, me and Joe were we had some awesome battles and our stuff. I'd say both of our stuff was working pretty good for the track. Um, we kind of floated around different J Concepts tires, but I, I the fastest we ran was. Um, aqua detoxes that was kind of like if you wanted to go and be like all right you know let's go for hot lap kind of thing is blow the track off and then it was like one run at like like a scuffed in set of aqua detox those were money it was it was unbelievable like just how much drive and how much grip we had um but it was, it was i had fun it was kind of i haven't really ever done that with joe I mean, we're good buddies, but, you know, I've never really kind of just one-on-one practice with him. So that was, you know, super fun to do and kind of get, you know, he we bounced ideas off of, you know, off of each other the whole weekend or the whole week. And that was, you know, that was fun. Um, you know, at the end of the week, we, you know, our cars were feeling pretty good. And so we kind of went out and just messed around for, you know, a couple of tanks, you know, kind of, it was kind of getting dark and, you know, the track's obviously not in its prime, you know, condition. So, you know, we threw on some, like, blue, I think, detoxes and just went out there and, you know, just had fun and battled and, you know, didn't really care. Like, just kind of throwing it around and really just kind of that, um, like, practice you do at the end of the day where it doesn't really matter. You're just kind of out there having fun. So that was, you know, that was good. Um, I think that was enjoyable. And uh, I think – I learned a lot, you know, Joe learned a lot and, um, yeah, it was, it was a fun week. So who had the hot lap? I told Joe, all right, all right, all right. right. (laughs) What class? Come on, man. All right. right. So the hot lap of the track was a 25, seven, I did a 25.7, and it was Nitro Truggy ended up being the fastest. And we ran, which I never would have thought, but that was my fastest car, and it was a 25.7. And I told him I wasn't going to say anything, but he, you know, he could only go 26 flat. Oh. I mean, I, but I don't – I we're like – so I went out, and I made a bunch of changes, you know, thickened up the discs and stuff, and – we were, I was like, I blew the track off, and I was like, all right, man, this one's going to be good. 
and I'm kind of running, and then you know, stuff's feeling pretty good, and I'm just like, all right, you know, it's like 26 flat, 26 flat, 26 one, 26 two, 26 flat, and I'm like, I'm like, all right, if I just stay out here for another couple of laps, I gotta hit a 25. So I and I keep going, it's 25. Like you, you kind of know when it's a good lap. Right. Like I did this one, like it, it was um. I just did a section like super close to the pipe and felt pretty good. You know, the dust wasn't there yet. So I'm like, it was super good drive out of the corner and I'm coming, like I'm going to hit the last apex. Too, and I'm like, all right, all right, this is good. Full throttle. Come down the straightaway. She goes 25, seven. And I literally, I, I screamed woo. And then I was like, all right, but I still got to bag it up. And I come across the line. I think it like a 26, two. Wow. And I was like, all, right, all right. Not a bad lap back up my hot lap. And I was kind of, then I kind of stopped. I parked the car and I went down to the stand. And I go, 25 7. You're going to have to beat this. I was like, I, I pulled my car in because I was like, all right, this is pretty good. I mean, I don't, I got to, like, I didn't stop running from there, but I just was like, all right, I'm going to pull off. And I was like, all right, I'll pull a track off for you. Here you go. And dude, we went at it. It was, that, it was fun. Um, our nitro buggies were the same lap. We did 26 flats. Um, E buggy, I think he did a twenty six flat, and I think I did a one or a flat. So I mean, everything kind of felt pretty, you know. I would say our, we were hauling some serious tail. I mean, dude, it. I I kind of was at we were kind of running. I'm like, oh, you know, you think Mayfield would kind of be going faster than us? And Joe was <laughs> like, dude, we're hauling ass. Like, <laughs> we're going good. Like, I was like, I don't want to discredit ourselves here, but I'm like. You, you, I mean, there's always that possibility. You think you're like, oh, you know, this guy's so much better. You know, you're kind of like, he's got to be going faster if he was here. Right. But, dude, we were hauling some tail. And um, it was fun. You know, the track was awesome, like I said. So, yeah, it was a good time. But no, I did win the hot lap challenge. I will take that one to the grave. <laughs> I, um, I'll talk to Ryan and I'll see. I'll tell him that you guys think that you got him covered in oh. Savannah. Uh-oh. Yeah, you know? I mean, we'll have to – fly the pj we'll have to take it out to arizona pick him up and you know <laughs> bring him down to savannah obviously i'll give him the same set of tires i ran blow the track i'll give him the same set of conditions and t- it took me a tank so if it does if, i don't care he has to learn the layout and do it in a tank i don't care he's that good the guy's just gotta is he doing gotta, it in one tank i'll give him a tank and a half i'll do this i'll give him five laps to learn the track <laughs> Five laps. I'll come in like, hey mate, come in for some fuel, and then he's on the clock. <laughs> he, so, Sounds fair. I mean, and, and it honestly does. Yeah. Like, yeah, this guy, yeah, tank and a half. You got it, Bubba. <laughs> All right. Well, um, Jackson, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I like the story, and uh, looking forward to seeing what's happening this year. We got some great races to go to, mm-hmm. and um, maybe you can have that Rinnernick moment. Uh, maybe we're gonna we're gonna have to like use that. That could be like the new uh, phrase, having that Rinnernick moment. Rinnernick uh, moment, because uh, he had it. I don't know that I've seen that um, very often. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, hopefully you can have one of those one of those moments, one of those weekends. And but uh, yeah, give it a give a shout out here to your sponsors, and I know your uh, your parents and everybody. And uh, we'll close her out. Yeah, I'd like to thank, of course, you know Jason and Gotti for having me on the podcast. It's pretty been it's been awesome. I enjoy that stuff. Um, but yeah, I'd like to thank HB Racing, J Concepts, Mernon Modified Engines. Uh, 
Trinity, VP, Racing, Futaba, Stick It One, Easy Customs, Absolute Hobbies, uh, XTR Oils. Dude, I hate, oh. I hate, I feel it's so disrespectful. All my sponsors. I think the only one you've missed that I can think of is the uh, Servo. Oh, MKS. Ah, oh, damn it. Yeah, MKS <laughs> Servos. I'm sorry if you're watching, Kenny. Yeah, MKS Servos. I'm sorry. But yeah, thank you guys for all your support. And of course, my mom and dad, my whole family, they're behind me 100%. Um, everything's been good there. Of course, you know, my buddies, um, they've all been huge, you know, supporters and everything and whatnot. So I appreciate all you guys. So when uh, one more question, when you stopped by the shop here the other day, you had your dirt bike in the back. Um, are you better at RC or with your dirt bike? For sure, RC. I mean, I, I can <laughs> okay. make a main. I mean, yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Al, you can talk to Al. Al says I jump sideways. I say I'm scrubbing. Who knows? The guy... <laughs> Who knows? But I mean, if anybody knows, you would think Al would know that guy. He's a badass, huh? I know, but so uh, so. just to give me an idea, when you guys are out there running, riding your dirt bikes, is Al better than all you guys? Oh, hundred percent. They got yeah, yeah, hundred percent. He's yeah, he's pretty fast. So like when he so he watches you guys for a while, and then he's like, "All right, time to go out and lay it down," (laughs) and he like will go out there, and then he'll like whoop up on you guys. So. Uh, all kind of so we you know the last track we went to on that trip where me and austin were having a good you know right race together you know it's like practice it's not like a race but you know you all start out close to each other so we all race and me and austin were kind of like rolling on our own having fun and i'm like i look behind like we go over this triple in the back and i kind of look behind me i'm like all right you know i got a pretty good gap to aiden and you know it's all for fun but you know you want to it's always a competition you want to win yeah so like i'm like all right i get a pretty good gap to aiden and um i'm like kind of like just doing my own thing going through the motions you know and i'm like i hear this bike i'm like that doesn't sound like a gas gas like that's what aiden writes i'm like that doesn't sound like his bike and then i kind of like doing this little double i look behind me i see al and i'm like oh god and he like we go to this next corner he absolutely stuffs me like just kind of runs me wide and i was like i kind of pull the clutch in and go, <laughs> like just kind of you know it's something you do but yeah he all al hauls ass he's pretty good good yeah I, I get a chance to talk to him about it occasionally and um it's pretty fun to talk to him about it um just, I remember one time he told me, he's like, you know, in the eighties, Jay, if you didn't have that hair coming out of the helmet, he goes, you were nobody. You weren't getting any girls. You weren't getting any interviews. If you didn't have that hair coming out of the helmet, I always thought that was funny. Yeah. yeah dude, that's the same stuff now, dude. Everyone's got, I mean, I had long hair. You guys all made fun of me for it, but yeah, <laughs> that's the, that's the style. Yep. It's funny how that comes back. Um, I'd say that was the big thing in the late 80s, early 90s was uh, was that kind of style. It's kind of funny that, yeah, I mean, I, Cole Ogden's got a monster mullet now. Uh, yeah. And that um, that Riley kid that was doing the interviews on uh, oh, at CRC, yeah. go back to that, Gotti. Uh, Riley Filbert, <clears throat> I think that's his name. He races for us. He was doing the interviews there for Live RC. I don't He's know got what. Him up. I don't know what he's done with his hair, but 
that this seems like he's been working on this since um, he's been a baby. I mean, I don't know how you get your hair this long. Like, it's amazing. I mean, he's really he really should be. Um, you guys all had baby mullets compared to this guy. I don't even know if it's a mullet. Just out of control. God, he's trying to get it brought up here. But I know when I talk to Mayfield about it, like we'll kind of hash about it when we talk about trucks and stuff. Like, Look at oh that. my gosh. How do you top that? <laughs> wow. That, that is the real deal. That's too. Yeah, that's that's nuts. That's definitely some. Like right there, Andrew Daniel, that's some moto hair. Wait, like, oh, yeah, see the moto hair. So, like, go back like 10, 15 seconds. Yeah, the right there. Moto so, hair, dude. That is right. There. That's, oh. that's the moto hair. Okay, that's like the perfect length. And now look at, yeah. And then we'll get his Riley. Yeah. I mean, he. <laughs> I mean, that is, is that, that. That's the real deal, dude. You guys are not coming anywhere close. No, to that. heck no. I mean, dude, look at my hair, dude. I'm already bald. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel you. But whatever. But. Yeah, dude, me and Mayfield will always, he'll be like, have you heard yourself on that thing yet? Just, that's always <laughs> the question. Or he'll like, have you got a 450 yet? And I'll be like, no, I'm not that stupid. <laughs> so, but no, it's fun. I, I enjoy everyone kind of picking fun at me about it. That's just, I kind of, I honestly kind of like, I love doing it. Like, don't get me wrong, I love doing it. But I also love the everyone talking to me about it because i'm so into it so like when they're like well, like just talking about it, i'm just into it like ryan could be absolutely roasting me about it and i'm just like full tent yeah he's got my full like full you know focus and i'm laughing at it and just like oh yeah yeah I, i'm pretty envious of you being able to try these different things and go out there and not be afraid like to do it and be out there with the guys i think it's pretty cool that you have uh maybe this goes back to your uh no shame like yeah. paul says he's jackson's got no shame he's like if i'm gonna race dirt bikes i'm throwing it out there yeah. let's go yeah dude i i suck but it's it's fun so we just got some comments here about the hair yeah do we have any questions i completely <laughs> forgot we were live we, we, we do have a couple <laughs> i'm sorry I no forgot. that's all right we were no, we were going we to Jason yeah. was hitting them. Uh, Will Britton saying, now you need a scooter. Well, they are dirt scooters. There you go, Will. But, yeah, scooter, that'd be fun. Dude, I'd hurt myself on the road. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'd kill like, myself. I'd rather hit the dirt than hit the pavement. <laughs> That's true. Mm. But True. Um, I think Will, Will mentioned here that Riley's hair would get caught in a gear. <laughs> get caught in the spruck. Oh, dude, I couldn't even imagine. Oh, that'd be gnarly. Ugh. Yeah, dude, they had, I mean, they had Supercross last night. That was the opening round. That was, oh, boy. I mean, this could be a whole other two hours. But, yeah, yeah, we don't need to get in on that I topic. Know, but that was fun. But, yeah. So so who won? Uh, Christian Craig won 250 and Roxon won 450. Yeah, so that's it then, right? No, no, Roxon. It'll be Jason had this running joke that after A one nobody cares. Well, I yeah, it's, it's like all right, it's done. No, dude, that Roxon he'll 
develop some disease like he always does and be like like halfway after daytona round nine he'll be like oh you know i got aids or i got glaucoma <laughs> or something fade the last five minutes dude cooper webb's gonna win i don't care what anybody says okay so, that's pretty strong he's he'll win i'll put five bucks on it okay mm. Jeez, i'm not a man but if, you were. Yeah, if i was cooper webb so all right. Well, Jackson, you'll need to add me on the. Uh, <laughs> you'll have to shoot me on Messenger your uh, PC uh, if you, if you want a bullet sponge in your matches with it. Yeah, dude, I haven't been playing that much COD. Like, oh, really? What are you What are you aside doing? Aside from well, aside from like you, you, you built know, a PC dude, for what? Well, I mean, I got F one and. Oh okay. Uh, it, I, there's a dirt bike game we all play that's pretty fun. Oh, gotcha. Okay. But no, nah, dude, the new. I we could go on for hours, but dude, the new Warzone's so trash. Oh, the Vanguard. Uh, the yeah, map. I don't like the new map. It's, okay. I like it. I I'm not that good, but it's like it doesn't. It doesn't yeah, the new go. maps can't. It's doesn't basically go. like her dance was a way better. Section it just doesn't go. <laughs> How's it compared to like say Super Mario, like the original? I never played them. Come on, Jason. Okay, well, uh, I did have a Razer flip phone. If that helps. Oh, okay. You did. You had one. Mm-hmm. Wow, we were talking about meme? that in the chat not too long ago, Jason. The uh, meme where there's like the World Wide Web button on the rolled Razer. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> there's a meme about that. It's pretty damn funny. Yeah, Dude, like if, I, I, back then, I if you hit that the, button, it cost you a lot of money. There you go. I think that was. It the, was something the, along that line, like yeah, yeah, like if. Yeah, like if what was the old school thing? Like if you called after a certain time, it cost money, or it cost more money, or something. Or it cost less money, like after seven p.m. Usually, yeah. Yeah, that's way back. Jeez. Nighttime minutes or something. It was called. Man, wow! I'm shocked you had a razor. That's that's pretty cool. I always Dude, wanted I that phone, that, but it was. I had, that, I had this old phone where it's like you probably the through, Nextel. You flipped a phone over, and it the screen went from like this and went this way, and it was like a little game. Th- Dude, it was rad. I don't know what it was called, but it wow. definitely some intricate. From, now we just have this, you know, this big brick. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's oh, so, so just for our our uh, internal knowledge and, and our poll, what do you have as your background screen on your phone? My log screen? It's a dirt bike photo. That's my guess. Yeah, I'll show you. Let me clear these notifications. There you go. He's putting up pretty. Dude, there's more coming up. Why? <laughs> I cleared all these notifications. They keep. Mm, well, hold on one second. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, it's me. Dude, you look uh, like okay. a pro. Okay, it went off. But uh, there it is. Yep. Dude, look you look you. like a pro. You took that photo. Some dude. Hmm. That's on your uh, cover profile, on your uh, Facebook cover too, right? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm dude. I'm a prof- anyone that I'm a professional, bro. You, you see me out there in Anaheim? Absolutely. Uh, Jackson, how do you deal with nerves? Any special way you deal with it? Do you get nervous? Oh, yeah, you get nervous. Uh, honestly, Brent Telke was probably one of the best guys that could calm me down in uh, Nitro. I mean, AJ was pretty good at that, too. Uh, I just kind of count to three, do three deep breaths, and just... I would say I do that every time. I, I I don't like I don't know. The last kind of year, I just kind of went into the mentality of like, 
oh well whatever happens happens have it yeah like I, that was kind of the like i'd say before this last year i was kind of like all right, all right, all right like doing the whole yeah, thing yeah. but now this last year i was just kind of like all right well whatever happens happens so i was i, I think this last year i was pretty good at not being so worked up because that that'll you can get worked up and ruin yourself so I would say, like, if someone takes you out or something, yeah, like it's easy to focus on the negative. So it's way harder to be positive about it all. And uh, yeah, I'd say just kind of going into it with a level head and knowing you have forty-five minutes to figure it out. Well, there I mean, you go. Qualifying is another thing. I mean, the qualifying is definitely a little more hectic, but it's yeah. still kind of the same thing. You're like, oh, all right, whatever. And qualifying, <laughs> if someone takes you out, you just hope you can get back to them and take them back out. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Speaking the truth. I love yeah. it. That's just kind of how it goes. Yeah. All right, bro. Well, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it, man. You have to be yeah, uh, for having me. back was, on sooner than uh, later. We already did the sponsorship shout outs too, so we're good. Yeah. yeah. And uh I'm gonna run it through again. All right, I go ahead. It. You got a list there? Yeah. No, 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 I have no uh, list, I swear. I'll look uh, at the camera the whole time. Okay. <laughs> Thank you to HB Racing, J Concepts. Mernin Modified Engines, Trinity, Futaba, MKS, uh, Absolute Hobbies, RevTech, Stick It One, Easy Custom, VP Racing. That's it. There it is. Like, good yeah. Job. yeah, that's it. Awesome. See, I, I'm going to be honest. I hate when people forget it because that is the one of the most annoying things ever. Yeah. When people go, I hate doing yeah. it. I mean, normally you'll see me like right before the interview. All right. I look down. But yeah. I hate when people forget paper. to say Radio Impound Podcast. But anyway. And Radio Impound Podcast. <laughs> but no, I hate when that's kind of a pet peeve of mine. But New yeah. Year, you got to learn a little bit of new stuff. Yeah, that's true. You got to remember all the new uh, sponsors. So. But yeah, thanks again for having me. Yeah. I've enjoyed it. It was awesome. It's been awesome. I love doing these podcasts. So. Yeah, I appreciate it. All right. Well, and, good luck, and we'll see you soon. All right. Sounds good. See you, man. See ya. All right. Jackson Brunson, everyone. What you got there, Jason? Want to show that off? Yeah, some new tires and wheels we're going to release. Nothing special. Okay. Just just kidding. All right. Well, let's uh, look at the uh, schedule quick that I had up behind me. Okay. There you go. Yeah, so the... Uh, Hannah was just up there at CRCRC, uh, Ohio RC Factory. Uh, they just finished that up today. Uh, Paul was at the Emerge Series number one. That was out in Bartow, Florida. <laughs> uh, Allison and I are going to be heading to the Chili Bowl this week. Uh-oh, we're going to get the Chili Bowl flu. Oh, man. I, That's I'm a race that, sure yeah. that I kept delaying to go to last year because I was just – because the year before that is when I got the Chili Bowl flu. Right. And I was just so scared, like, because it was, and I'm just, I'm like dreading it already. Yeah. Um, but anyway, and then uh, that same weekend, we got the SIC, which Paul's going to be going to. And that'll be like the big 1-8 scale season opener. You know, Mayfield, Spencer, um, a lot of the, the guys will be running that. So going to be a big <clears throat> race. And then it'll be our opener for our INS series, the Winter Indoor Nationals at SDRC 
in California, February 4th through 6th. Uh, so looking forward to that. I think I'm going to race in that one. That Ooh. might be my first race of, uh, 2022. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I really need to get a little bit of running in ahead of time, man. I was watching the 40 plus guys race today mm-hmm. and, uh, I used to get jealous watching the two wheel mod mains. Like I wish I was in it. Um, but now that's almost like I'm in the 40, I watched the 40 plus mains and I'm thinking, Oh, I could be in this race. <laughs> Al Horn kicking some butt, Brian Dunbar, Jim Bronson. I'm like, these are my guys. These yeah, are Dunbar guys. out in uh, CRC doing mm-hmm. well out there this weekend. So after that, we got the Emerge Series number two at SS, uh, which is Setzer's Hobbies and Raceway. That's February 11th to 12th. And then look what's next Motorama, Harrisburg, PA, February 18th through the 20th. Are you going? Yep. I'm not going. I think Fred will be doing that event with the van. Uh, They got big dirt oval um, competition (laughs) there this year, as well as the normal. um, I guess they got, are they running e-buggy there still? I think. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Then Rich will be at the USTE scale off-road event in Williston, Florida. That's a big scale event. Uh, Huge. I actually love to go to that um if i and if i'm open i may actually go out there for that that'd be kind of fun what is that february let's take a look i suppose i could go to that and then the very next weekend the big dirt nitro challenge february 23rd through the 27th that's going to be insanely packed. That's going to be a big race. Well, there's a lot of big races, but that's that's the big race of big races. All right. That was episode 236. Big thanks for Jackson Brunson. I didn't realize we didn't have him on the show. That was the first time. I yeah, think he cool. made some cameo appearances when we had Spencer on. Correct. Yeah. But uh, cool. It was great to have him on the show. Um, and you keep bringing those tires over. Look at you. I love these things. Look at these. Got some wheels here. Look at that. Jason showing those off. These little guys. Look at these things. What's, what you got there? Those are for some SCX 24 tires and wheels. This hmm. is for the 24th scale crawlers. These things are awesome. Wow things are so cool tiny things and then um the body that alex sturgeon's waiting on the uh (laughs) cab only creep body Hmm. okay so yeah this is just stuff i was writing about so when i'm writing about it i like to have the oh doing the press releases yeah yeah, so when i'm writing about it i like to kind of have it so i can refer to it for some information and details but yeah um yeah, it's it's part of it. You gotta gotta have the the words to go along with the product, and um, I've I've done a bunch of these things now, and some are better than others. But mm-hmm. I try to try to do as good a job as possible. Some are better <laughs> than others, and some are way more difficult than others too. <laughs> well, I look forward to the press release. Do you send the emails out yet? Nope, not yet. Okay. 
All right, guys. We will catch you for 237. Maybe next week. Uh, if Jason yeah, after Chili Bowl. Uh, after Chili Bowl. And Jason will be sick with the Chili Bowl flu, so we'll have to wait a little. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll catch you later. See ya. Thanks for joining us.